Welcome to Drinking Out of Cups podcast. Today, the day you are listening to it is most likely Wednesday, for we are switching to a Wednesday upload schedule. And that is because we want to deliver as much quality as possible, and Wednesdays are going to allow that to happen. Hump day. Yeah, and guess what, dude? I'm getting on a fucking plane to go to fucking Germany today, dude. Oh yeah, that helps too. (laughs) <laughs> that helps too. <laughs> it helps that you're leaving. I'm leaving and I am For the never coming the back. No, I'm just kidding. He is coming back. He's gonna do some extensive research. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, I'm you know, we'll we'll talk about that, dude. Because <laughs> fucking and I'm going to Berlin and guess what's fucking popular in Berlin, dude? <laughs> is it today's subject? It's fucking today's subject, boys. Oh, and what is it? Fucking GHB. Woo! We talking about the fucking German homeboys, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yo, so did funny. I just create a new fucking term? Yeah, yeah. you did. Dude. Oh my god. Yeah, wait. Uh, I've heard people refer to meth, I think, as homeboy. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, so German oh. homeboy. That's GHB. Well, because yeah. one of the nicknames I saw was Georgia oh. homeboy. And so yeah, I was no, like, that's German what homeboy, I was dude. Thinking of. Georgia homeboy. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to start calling it German, German homeboy. That's a good one. Yeah. Thanks, dude. I thought of it myself. Yeah. Just a little, so, little tweak. So when you go to like a bar in Germany and you're trying to find GHB, you just go up to people and you're like, yo, are you guys uh, familiar with like the, the German homeboys at all? It's like, uh, what? Nine. <laughs> yo, I can't wait to hear somebody say that, dude. <laughs> it's going to be some very loud woman. <laughs> yeah, I hope so, dude. Nine. <laughs> I hope it's like some old, some old lady, like some oldest shit lady, like maybe in her like fifties. Like, <laughs> yeah, a German Karen. Damn, I wonder what the equivalent of that is, dude. I guess I'll find out. Fuck, I'll. Fu- yeah. I might fuck around and find out. Probably the lady from uh, Austin Powers. What Which lady? lady? You know, like the the German lady. It's like his uh, Doctor Evil's like assistant. Oh, that lady. Yeah, she's a fucking. She's a wild one, dude. Yeah. She's a Grinch. Raven, I thought you were going to be here for Halloween. Wait, what? Me? Uh, I'm pretty sure Raven was going to be uh, uh, that lady for Halloween. I can't remember her name. Oh, yeah. I don't know her name either. Uh, that would be fucking sick, though, to be here for Halloween. Damn. Yeah. No. Um, that's <laughs> cultural appropriation. <laughs> what? Dude, uh, German I people. should come you up for German. <laughs> no. I don't know, dude. I need to get a DNA test. I think I think dude, I need don't to give find the out government that I'm 100% that bitch, dude. Don't give the government your DNA, dude. What I know, if you they'll freaking... clone my ass. Yeah. yeah. Don't give them your DNA. Dude, Just you know, kidding. I think they come assassinate me, dude. I'm not <laughs> True. I'm dude. too I'm twisted. <laughs> you know what would be super funny for us three to be for Halloween? We could all dress up as the three cucketeers. What? <laughs> so would you just so we like we like strap a chair to it or yeah, we'll just, just carry like, around a chair, all three of us, just folding chairs. <laughs> some monocles. Dude, I laughed so hard at that picture you sent. They added the cuck chair to the bathroom at your work. Oh, dude, it's still in there, dude. Every time I go in there, I'm just like, uh. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so is it, wait, is it kind funny. of like one of those chairs for the guy to, like, sit on that, like, uh, gives you, like, clean towel or whatever? Uh, kind of. It's, well, no, the chair is... For- 
It's like a patio chair, basically, that they Uh-oh. because they have these tables set up outside, like for people to like eat lunch and shit at. And one of them was just in the bathroom, like in the corner, and I was just like, uh, <laughs> "What happened here, dude?" <laughs> anyway, that talking, telling the story uh, with that's Ryan. I am Who? Raven, and over here on my left, we've got Hakeem. Are this you Hakeem today? Guy. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. Wait, you said a, while, a few episodes that you fucking, you might not always be Hakeem. Also, you have a question mark on your hat, so I don't know if you're Hakeem yeah. or not. Yeah, it's opposite day. Oh. Ah. Okay. Yeah, that made sense. Anyway, today we are talking <laughs> about gamma hydroxybutyric acid. Did I say it right? Yeah. Sick. It has the word butt in it. So I like that. (laughs) So we already said that some people call it Georgia homeboy. Some a lot of people call it just G for short. Um, Some people say the forget pill, which is uh, for (laughs) some some reasons. Um, Some people call it scoop. And yeah, what are some other goop? Liquid ecstasy. Whoa! Damn you! Liquid X, dude. German homeboy, as we discussed earlier. Uh, some people call it Jeebs. 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 Ask, ask Jeebs. Yeah. Like <laughs> Askjeebs.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that website, dude. That was a fucking... That's a throwback. Right? Yeah. Uh, so, there's also another one called Grievous, Grievous Bodily Harm. Yeah, I saw a that. fucking sus. Yeah, well, that's... that's like GBH, but... Okay. Yeah, oh, that true. is a good point. Yeah, that is a very good I point. Like, I don't even want to use that now. Yeah, all right. Never mind. Negative shout out. Yeah, yeah negative shout out. Whoever made that. True. So, GHB is a central nervous system depressant that is most commonly referred to as a club drug or a date rape drug. But this drug, this is a drug that does have current accepted medical use. GHB is an interesting drug as it is not only acquired as GHB itself, but it is also acquired as a drug. GBL, gamma butrolactone. This drug is a GHB prodrug, meaning that it converts into GHB after being ingested. I mentioned that GHB is a drug that has current accepted medical use in the US. GBL could not be further from that case as its current use. GBL is a liquid compound that is used as an intermediate when making pyrolidones. Pyrolidons, which are used in industrial cleaners and even nail polish and plastics. So not something that you would even think about ingesting. Yeah, that's fucking nuts, dude. When I read that, I was like, wow. Yeah, and I have a a story a little bit later about a a GHB pro drug that is not something you would expect whatsoever. So that's how um, a lot of people get it nowadays is through GBL or uh, what is what is the other one, Micah? Uh, 1,4-butendile. Yeah, that's the one I'm going to be talking about later. There's a more modern instance of that happening. Oh, so, yeah. some of the effects of GHB that can last around three hours with a lot of people saying that there's almost no come down really or no after effects. Or some people say they feel actually very refreshed after a night of using GHB, with some people saying they feel groggy. It really depends on the person, I guess. So GHB is typically consumed as a liquid on a milliliter level, but GHB can be tricky to dose and have very unpleasant, sometimes even fatal results when over-ingested. 
And this is because a lot of the times the it will be GHB powder that is dissolved into liquid. And depending on what the, you know, how much powder is dissolved in how much liquid, it can just be detrimental to try to dose. So um, it, I saw a lot of people suggesting that you should take tiny, tiny amounts at a time to try to figure out your dosages. Um, with as little as two grams being enough to cause an overdose depending on your body type. So when this is done correctly, however, a low dose is anywhere from 0.5 to 1.5 milligrams. And it's said, or yeah, grams, my bad. And said to be an excellent party enhancer with increased appreciation for music, desire to dance and talk, and overall increased mood. A medium dose can be anywhere from 1 grams to 2.5 grams. And this shows how scary trying to dose this drug can be. As I said, 2 grams can be enough to put you in a coma. And a medium dose can be 2.5 grams. So it really depends on your body type. This dose range shares most of the uplifting effects as low doses, but with an added incoherency, slurring of speech, feeling almost drunk, and a lot of people uh, report a sizable increase in sex drive and even an increase in male erectile capacity. So you get b- bigger bones, dude. What does that even mean? Dude, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> the capacity of your bone. Yeah. yeah. Damn. I, I didn't know I could it fit more blood more in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. I didn't know dude, I could crazy. fit more blood in there. Yo, that's so funny, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so, Damn, I'm usually not this big, dude. I didn't know it could get this big. <laughs> yeah, so I'll talk about it a little later. It has been researched in, uh, you know, being a sex drug. <laughs> Like GH bricked up. <laughs> <laughs> uh that's fucking good stuff, dude. GH yeah. bricked up. <laughs> Wait, so I wonder if that's why they call it like liquid ecstasy kind of is it's like a sexy drug. Yeah. Uh maybe. Yeah, that's a good question. Who knows? Giant huge boner. Oh my god, dude. The gas sta- gas station boner pills, dude. <laughs> Uh, Damn, I'm surprised. Bad idea. We could start branding that with our beetle nuts, dude. I'm so surprised what? with with there being like legal meth and shit at the gas station. They should have one that's just uh, titled GHB, but in tiny little subtext, it's like giant, huge boner. Yeah. <laughs> and you dude, you know what it. I just thought of is uh, you could fucking um, take be- our our brand of beetle nuts and then soak them in GHB. And then, because I, I read that, it, like, GHB is, is, like, really fun to use with, like, stimulants. Because it's, like... Interesting. Gets you fucking... Yeah. yeah, so it's a, it's a good mixture. Like, a lot of people use it with, like, crystal meth and shit. Well, so, it's like, a depressant, but it also... It causes you to not sleep. Yeah, but right. kind of like alcohol. Depending though. on the dose, yeah. 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 Like, it, gets, it, it literally is just kind of like an, another alcohol. Yeah, because it inhibits the uh, REM sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fucking so funny. So, uh... Yeah, people use it on um, amphetamines. Though you were saying, yeah. So you could uh, you could like soak the beetle nut in GHB. Oh my and god, just get fucking wicked <laughs> fucked up, dude. That would be dope. That'd that be would cool. be dope, dude. Don't steal our ideas if you're listening to this, dude. I'm gonna <laughs> patent this shit today before this episode comes out. <laughs> so moving into a heavy dose, which is not recommended whatsoever by this podcast, which is two point five grams plus. Um, as even experienced users say, that it is incredibly easy to skip from medium dose straight over a high dose and into an overdose, 
with the difference of having a euphoric night of dancing or a night puking and sick, sometimes being as little as 0.25 grams, a quarter of a gram can send you from having a ton of fun to, uh, you know, seizing and puking. Yeah, the dose response curve is just massive. Like yeah. It's like a, a weird jump as soon as you hit. And I mean, a lot of drugs are kind of like that too, honestly. Like if you, you know, take a little bit more LSD than normal, it can actually be a lot stronger than what you would have thought just by like the number. Right, yeah. yeah. So while on the subject of dose, it is important <clears throat> to be able to spot an overdose if you see it. So on that note, an overdose is... um way more likely to occur if the person that is taking this drug has been also drinking any alcohol. So if you are in a club setting and see someone take GHB and alcohol, keep your eye on them. Or even ketamine. Really? Yeah. So ketamine is not typically that dangerous when it comes to like the respiratory depression thing, although in some cases it has been. Um, but mixed together, they potentiate each other. And so the ketamine potentiates the respiratory depression from the GHB. And... Um, yeah, I would not suggest anyone ever doing that kind of mix, but it is still something that people do mess around with. Wow, that sounds really scary. Yeah. So a GHB overdose can be characterized by strong feelings of drowsiness, followed by unconsciousness, vomiting, low breathing, convulsions, and complete non-responsiveness, uh, fixed pupils, etc. If you see anyone that you know has ingested GHB, have any of these symptoms it is very important to call an ambulance as ghb overdose can be fatal so this isn't something that's like you know you take too much you'll be fine you'll wake up a lot of people don't wake up they die well and so a lot of the times too it's important to know that like just uh, a lot of the time so it is like a coma that someone like a very slim like temporary coma that people go into but their body does go dead weight and their breathing can be very slow that for some people when they're partying they will think that the person is dead yeah. Like actually dead. And I'll, I'll say that actually a lot of the times the person isn't dead. Like you can take a lot of GHB at home by yourself and just fall asleep. Yeah. And your partner or your girlfriend or something might come in and call 911 because she thinks you're dead because you're not waking up. Like she's pushing you and you're not waking up. But you're going to get to the hospital and they're just going to wait for you to wake up. Well, and, one uh, thing that probably scares the living hell out of people is some of the GHB overdose, which sometimes people said overdose can even occur before like a heavy dose. Like you can overdose super easy, yeah. but uh, one of the, the non-responsiveness um, that can be seen within an overdose uh, is said to uh, be so severe that people will not even respond to like severe traumatic pain. So like you can uh, like yeah. punch someone in the face and they, they, they're not going to move. Yeah. yeah. That's so fucking gnarly. That's the thing is like the EMTs can't even get them to wake up. Like, yeah. Wow. It's just a thing where they just got to wait. And it, I mean like. And it's said, only it's like three hours. Three hours tops. Yeah. yeah. I mean a lot of times it's within two hours the person will wake up. Yeah. And a lot of the times feeling either refreshed or just slightly groggy, yeah. which is insane. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that was a good nap. <laughs> Dude, yeah, just getting fucked up like that and then not having a hangover like how you would with alcohol and stuff. Yeah. It can actually give you some of the best sleep in your life. Really? really? Yeah, absolutely. That's fucking dope, That's funny dude. because of uh, what I'll talk about it's used for a little later. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anyway, so those are some of the effects. People use it as an alcohol substitute. Um, don't mix it with alcohol. Um, that's the effects of a overdose. If you see it, call an ambulance, I would say. Even if you're unsure if that person is just unconscious and going to be fine, I would call an ambulance anyway, just to be safe. But 
let's talk about some of the laws. Well, and I would say here's like one thing. I know this goes into harm reduction, but it also goes into this part is just that if you don't know that someone took GHB, but you think like you expect that you see what the overdose looks like and it could be GHB, if Narcan is available and you don't know whether it was GHB or whatever they took, you can still Narcan that person and nothing bad will happen right. to them. Because of the Good Samaritan laws, yeah. Well, and no, and you could just... Oh, <laughs> I mean, I, no, I meant for yourself too, because well, a lot of people but, think that they could get in trouble for like, yeah. you know, trying to help someone. Yeah, that, but um, just, it's good to know that if you see someone overdosing and Narcan's available, you might as well just do it yeah. and call 911 because it's always possible that they are uh, overdosing from something else. And it's possible that maybe this uh, GHB overdose that you encounter uh, was brought on because of fentanyl. Yeah, you never know. True. Yeah, so, uh, And also, I feel like it's more common to be fucking overdosing on like, you know... Uh, opiates? Yeah, sorry. I was, I was trying to... <laughs> I don't know why I couldn't think of the word. Uh, opiates than fucking GHB. Like, I don't know anyone uh, who's used GHB. Like, absolutely, yeah. Because it... Like, you could take three ta- uh, teaspoons of GHB in overdose. Like, well, it's yeah, a, but it's yeah, but who's fucking taking it, the, the GHB, people, though? Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, it's more not common. in the U.S., but in right. other countries. Yeah, and other point. People in other countries listen to this podcast. So. I'd just say that at good the end point. of the day, opiates are by far the most, like, OD that you see. Yeah. You know, and the ODs look similar between yeah, the two. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. And then I know, at least in the United States, I don't know about in other countries. I think this is something we haven't talked about enough on the podcast. It is always the best option to just call an ambulance and get someone help than to think oh if i call an ambulance they're going to get us in trouble because we have these drugs and we're all high or whatever yeah you're not going to get in trouble like just call the fucking ambulance and even you could leave someone like outside and they're still going to get better help than Mm -hmm. you know not calling an ambulance so it's always better to save someone's life than to be worried about getting in trouble for a little bit of drugs because most of the time you're not going to get in trouble I know. I think I saw a stat that was, I mean, I, who knows how true it is, but it sounds similar. It's something like 70% of ODs um, occur because no one did anything. Yeah. Um, like the the deaths from ODs occur from people not doing anything. Because a lot of the times you can get someone to be revived if you just get it, if you... Uh, act fast enough. Yeah, act fast enough. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Um, Damn. Anyway. Yeah. So definitely just call an ambulance if you can but let's move forward into the law behind ghb something i find hilarious so when you hear the word ghb the drug ghb the thoughts provoked in most people most people's minds would be party drug date rate drug raves or even industrial cleaners if you know about gbl but if you were to ask a doctor they might be thinking of alcoholism or narcolepsy or maybe even fibromyalgia due to the drug Xyrem. This is an FDA-approved medication to treat daytime sleepiness associated with narcolepsy that include uh, has GHB in it, hmm. which is really... Oh, yeah. I think it, is it, it's like sodium oxalate. It's like the salt form of yeah. GHB. Yeah, exactly. So it, it, we've talked about how it puts you to sleep. This is a pharmaceutical drug that is meant to prevent daytime sleepiness. It's mo- supposed to make you not go to sleep. That is so weird. Right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is fucking weird, dude. That's right. wild. So, from a legal standpoint then, GHB is one of the funniest drugs we've covered because it is a Schedule 3 drug when it is given to you by a doctor, but a Schedule 1 drug in any other form, including the pro-drug GBL. The irony here is thick in the fact that 
a Schedule One drug is not supposed to have any <laughs> medical accepted uses. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, this comes back down to the fact that it's so sad that the DEA, all they have to do with the Controlled Substance Act is literally just put something on a schedule. And it makes no sense. They don't have to have any, like, there's no... No There's no science behind it. There's no doctors telling them why or, like, anything. No, FDA is not involved in it. No No one's involved in it but them. (laughs) No, and there's no consistency. (laughs) No. Whatsoever. (laughs) Jesus Christ. So so if it's from a doctor, it's Schedule 3. You're fine. (laughs) You can go home with it. If it's from a dude on the street or, or even... Uh, I read this. So if you buy someone's prescription off them, it's still that same bottle. It's now a Schedule 1 because it's not your prescription. So, but it's like... Huh. If, yeah. if, if, uh, I think the law was something like, if intended to in- abuse, it's a Schedule 1. Yeah. Which is fucking insane because Schedule 1 means no accepted medical use. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, dude. What the yeah. hell? That's yeah. ridiculous. And there are no other countries to my knowledge where ghb is actually legal which i found interesting because a lot of these drugs we talk about there's at least one country where you know you can let it slide but i Hmm. mean there are there is that medication so kind of legal kind of not who knows yeah and i know that it's Mm. used definitely you mentioned to treat alcoholism in other countries that it's still like it is used as a drug and it actually is pretty effective because i mean it's something that people can take um that doesn't make them feel all those grimy, gross effects that alcohol gives them, you know? There's no hangover. There's nothing like that. Um, and then they can titrate their dose down and just... Uh, it's a safer alternative to getting off of alcohol, but also similar to the same safer alternative of using benzodiazepines to get off alcohol in a <laughs> medical setting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And it has a lot of similar uh, effects to alcohol. So the person craving right. alcohol would get those, like, you know, yeah. get that little itch scratched, but be able to wean off it. A little easier, especially because um, from what I read, at least, people who use GHB more frequently have... So I was saying that people don't have really severe side effects afterward taking GHB Mm -hmm. one time. A lot of people wake up feeling super relieved and uh, like almost uplifted. But I guess if you take it very regularly, you get uh, really bad effects Mm -hmm. the more and more you take it regularly. So I feel like that would Mm. be easier to get off ghb if you're the more regularly you're taking it the worse you feel yep yeah that's a really good point i didn't think about that uh for i've never really thought about that with like trying to like get off of drugs and stuff like that and i feel like it's probably like one of the problems with like methadone i feel like you know feels trying to get it all the time yeah i mean eventually your tolerance goes down like or goes up and stuff and you have to take more but like if you take more you still get like the same effect yeah but the annoying thing about those drugs too is that they're essentially just given to opiate addicts for the rest of their life Right, exactly. Like there's no helping them really get off of it unless they stick in rehab. Right. Yeah. They just will feed you methadone until you die. Yeah, that like what I've told told the story before of the fucking person I know that takes like 100 <laughs> milligrams of methadone every day. Yeah. It's fucking doctors. Every time she asks for more, they're like, yeah, for sure, whatever. I just, I'm tired of listening to you. <laughs> Damn, that's sad. Yeah, it's the shut up medication. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the fuck out of my Shut office. up. Just so, shut up. Uh, as I said, GHB is not legal in any country as far as I'm aware, but GBL, a, a pro drug to GHB, is still being manufactured and sold as an industrial cleaner. <laughs> what are they, what is, like, what do they clean stuff with that though? Is like, like floors what, what, and shit. Yeah, it's like a solvent. Damn. Yeah. Shine shoes. <laughs> I mean, just think about it. Al- alcohol is a cleaner. Yeah. You know, all kinds of alcohol. Yeah, that's a good point. IPA and. Yeah, 
Do you say IPA? <laughs> <laughs> Isopropyl alcohol. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was thinking of like fucking. Views. I was thinking like fucking Elysian space dust, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's a great cleaner. Dude, it fucking cleans my heart, bro. I'll clean out your colon. A lot of sure. people do believe that drinking alcohol actually prevents you from being sick. I know it's ridiculous. I was uh, I was dating a girl whose family literally we were all like camping during the pandemic, the beginning of it. And she goes, at the end of the weekend, she goes, you know, honestly, uh, the amount of alcohol we all drank this weekend, it probably, like, killed it off. Like, I don't think that we should worry about <laughs> testing ourselves after this because wow, and she was dead serious. Yeah. No, I've heard a lot of people say that, especially about COVID. Yeah. That's so funny. People are fucking insane. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it cleans uh, hospitals, it cleans your stomach, right? Yeah. Anyway, True. So let's <laughs> drink a GBL to get rid of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Instead of ivermectin and shit, <laughs> like the non vaxxers started fucking taking GBL. Wait till <laughs> amazing. So uh, I want to talk a little bit about the history of where GHB comes from. Alexander Zaitsev, a Russian chemist, worked on and published his work all the way back in 1874. Whoa. He was one of the first people to be working with this chemical group. Yet the first human research would not begin until almost 100 years later in 1960, where Henry Lisburit was using GHB to research GABA. It was Hell also yeah. used in a variety of other applications from an anxiolytic during childbirth, an antidepressant, and an aphrodisiac. So it yeah, was sense. as early as the 60s being used in sex. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what was it? Giant uh, huge boners? Yeah. <laughs> being used for giant huge boners. Yo, think of a... Uh, capacity. Think of a fucking silent rave. Like, you know, people have like the fucking headphones and shit. And then you just... like, But uh, everyone's on GHB. And like, so you walk into a room without headphones on. And it's just... Everyone dance around, just fuck yeah. <laughs> That's all you hear, just okay. hundreds of people. <laughs> That's so funny because I tell you guys about the time that I, the first silent thing I went to, and I was like, still. Well, you've been of, to one of those? Yeah, they do it at fests at like late night. Oh, that's um, fucking sick, dude. So that, you know, it doesn't bother campers or whatever. No, that's a um, great idea. So I went into one with like these new friends, and I was still tripping a little bit on some GCB, and um, fucking. Uh, this dude was the only guy I saw. Everyone else had their headphones on. They're like boogieing. And he's standing outside of the tent, like looking in on all of us, crossing his arms, just staring. Like, was <laughs> oh my weird. God. He, he, was, yeah. he could tell he was just tripping balls, but he was like looking around at it like, what the fuck? Because he just like, he like walked up to it and he didn't, no one gave him headphones. He didn't have them. He didn't oh, have them in his hands wow. or on his He was like, probably just so shoulders. confused at everybody yeah, he was doing. Yeah. Cause it's so funny when you do take them off. Because then you look around and it's just quiet and you're just watching everyone getting down. But that's yeah, so anyway. Funny. That's amazing, dude. <laughs> that shit was so <laughs> But. <laughs> oh, God. I don't, even know. I don't even know how to segue from that. <laughs> so in Europe, they even marketed GHB as an intravenous anesthetic in 1964. Though Ooh. it did not catch on due, its, due to its potential for seizures. This uh. led... To it mainly being used to treat and study narcolepsy from the 1960s onward as a way to treat the midday drowsiness with its little to no after effects that we talked about. In May 1990, it would do a complete 180 and GHB would start to be marketed towards bodybuilders as a sleep aid and it was said to help with weight control. 
this came as a direct replacement for the newly banned iTryptofan. L-Tryptofan. L-Tryptofan. <laughs> yo, hold on. Pause. Oh, pause. Yeah, yo. <laughs> you no, fucking were the- just giving me shit about this oh, last episode, dude. you fucking motherfucker, dude. No, it has to do with all the research uh, uh, websites no, I was to, uh, reading uh, off uh, of. Uh, these no, fonts uh, that I couldn't tell uh, if it was an I or an L. Uh, I couldn't tell because maybe you, should use a, maybe you should use a different font. Oh my gosh. <laughs> God dude, get fucked. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to call you out like that, dude. You uh, gave me so much shit last episode. Okay. So this game is a... Dr- we're cutting all that out. No. No. So, <laughs> so the government the government banned a chemical called L-tryptophan, which bodybuilders had been taking, which was said to cause EMS, which is... I don't want to try to pronounce this, but I have to. Eosinophilia myalgia syndrome. Dude, Wait, nailed it. No, I don't think so. Micah, give that first word a shot. I want to, I almost want to say xenophilia, but that's a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It looks like how you pronounce it, like eosinophilia. Or like, I know it's myalgia. Oh, maybe the that. E's silent and it's osinophilia. It's something. Wait, also, Eosinophilia was banned? Yeah, so it was banned in the, in the, um, I think it was 89. Dang. Right, that's what I remember. Was it banned in like as a, a sports performance enhancing thing or like out of sports or was it banned as so, like FDA? Because it's just a freaking. So that uh, I'll get into it. So in May huh. 1990, actually, it was banned. Uh, L tryptophan was banned, um, which bodybuilders had been taking, which caused EMS, a rare yet sometimes fatal neurological d- disorder. Although the ban on tryptophan supplements was lifted in 2005 by the FDA. So it was only banned for what is that like twenty years? Or yeah, no, not twenty years. Fifteen. 15. Years. So it just trips me out because do you guys know what L tryptophan is? No, uh, no, not really. So you know how um, I've talked a little bit about what serotonin is? Yeah, five hydroxy tryptophan. So L tryptophan is like just another amino acid that's used in in the synthesis of all these different you know tryptophan. Yeah, and it's found in um, your turkey. That's what makes you. Calm when you eat. Turkey. Oh, I I yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it also, I mean, so eating turkey and eating L tryptophan can actually help you build serotonin and different things in your brain. Um, Hell yeah. So they thought, they said there, there was a direct connection between that L tryptophan and the EMS. But some things that I was reading just said that you could just overload on tryptophan due to age and those could cause EMS. Because mm. I, I believe that you gain more tryptophan throughout your life. As you get older, or something, hmm. I don't know. I'm not a tryptophan expert, but all so, I, know, I was researching GH- GHB. Leave me alone. I don't <laughs> care about tryptophan. Wait, so if you fucking started eating turkey every day, do you think you would just be less depressed? No. Just no. Have serotonin for days? Nope. Damn. No. <laughs> just like if you take five HTP every probably be day, sadder. you're not gonna have. You're not gonna feel better. Yeah. True. Good. Probably point, be good more point. sad because of all the turkeys you're killing. <laughs> Dude, honestly. Fuck turkeys, dude. Those fucking turkeys um, at those crazy gobble, people's gobble, gobble, house gobble. that we were like, we were fucking, uh, we stayed at that one time. Those turkeys yeah, were those fucking were assholes, fucked. dude. Yep. Those things are so, dicks. So, uh, it was in the 90s that, it was in 89 and 90 that they were marketing GHB as a performance supp- supplement for bodybuilders. Um, and, yeah, so the late 80s and early 90s was a really weird time for GHB. As by November of 1989, there were 57 documented cases of illness, yet no apparent deaths yet. 
and it was being marketed as a workout supplement and people started using GHB as a club drug. And just as quickly as it began taking off, it was practically only a year later in November of 1990 that the FDA cracked down and made the sale of GHB illegal. So it had a very short run in the, in the public sphere. It was around this time that a company called Orphan Medical was also trying to approve, and treat, uh, approve a drug to treat narcolepsy. And lastly, for our history, this one's really fun. If anyone remembers the fiasco behind the popular children's toy Bindies, also known as Aquadots in the U.S., um, they were these toys produced by Melbourne company Moose, were meant to be little beads for children that you could arrange in patterns and spray them with a liquid that held them together to make little kitty pieces of art. Uh, do you guys remember these commercials at all? They were they were no. just these little tiny beads, and they had like they looked like honeycomb. Uh, kind of plastic dishes that you could align the beads in and you sprayed them with a liquid and they all stuck together. Like, no, I never saw that. It was like the original candy. No. Interesting. Yeah. So these <laughs> cheap <laughs> these cheap little beads produced in a factory out of Shenzhen, China were found to contain the chemical 1,4-butanidiol, right? Isn't that how it's pronounced? I don't know. Honestly, butanidiol is what I've always said, but... A.K.A. BDO, which is a prodrug of GHB. This quote-unquote accident occurred <laughs> because the cheaper non-toxic plastic that was supposed to be used was three to seven times more expensive than the toxic one. Children who ate these beads, because that's what children do, were reported to have seizure-like symptoms, which are apparent in GHB overdose, meaning that these little beads contain a decent amount of BDO. <laughs> kids are so, so stupid. Damn. Dude. So these kids were taking GHB, dude? Yes. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yo, shout out those kids, dude. Dude, a lot of it. <laughs> hey, this is Damn, a, this is a very widespread toy. Think it was about the multinational. Kids. So think about the kids that didn't OD. They just, like, they knew how to just take a little bit. <laughs> dude, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, could you imagine? Imagine being a little kid and you just wow. eat this little bead out of your toy kit and then you're just like all fucked up. <laughs> Dude, that would be... F- fucking- oh gosh, I'm not going to say it. That's bad. Never mind. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, Dude, Bindi's nuts. was recalled in 2007 as one of the most serious recalls of a children's toy <laughs> to ever occur. Holy meaning that shit. if you're a toy collector and get your hands on one of these beads from pre-2007, you've got some pretty good stuff on your hands. Wow. So I now want to market something for like rave culture people. Bindies? Yeah, little bindies, but have like little dots where it's just... <laughs> Dude, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I almost wonder if this is where candy came from. Like trading it? Yeah. No. Well... It's a weird coincidence. It is. <laughs> yeah. That is a weird coincidence. I mean, nobody ate their candy bracelet. Their no, but candy I just... bracelets actually came from friendship bracelets. That's been a thing forever. Oh, okay. That's like yeah, part that of what it was sense. marketed as to have little like letters as be- as beads that people could put on there. Because little kids like to make them for each other. It's real convenient mm. that these little beads that could be made into candy bracelets <laughs> uh, contained G- uh, it was a G- uh, BDO, which is a pro-drug of GHB. I think it's funny that they're called Bindies and it's also BDO. Like, I feel like they almost knew what they were doing there. Well, they're also called Aquadots. I love that too. It makes me think of Microdots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what they were sold as. Micro dots. You just take one and you're chilling. Damn. <laughs> so that's a new thing to look out for in a thrift store. Did it kill any kids? Um, I could not find any uh, confirmed deaths of children, just seizures and stuff. 
Damn, that sucks. But this did <laughs> around two thousand <laughs> around two thousand seven when it was recalled. Uh, this did spark a huge uh, problem of people trying to find these toys to get the video out of them. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. That's hilarious. All the rave kids rolling into a freaking Toys R Us. You go into Toys R Us uh, and the only thing that's 18 and plus, 18 plus is the Bindies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. So uh, that's, that's hilarious. Um, I, I'd say that's probably the most recent... Uh, Thing to happen that's super fun around GHB. Other than people just using GBL out of industrial cleaners. If you go on Reddit, you could find story after story of people using BDO or GBL. Um, yeah. Just sourcing it from cleaners and stuff. It honestly wow. seems that uh, it was GBL that became more common because people were using GBL in the synthesis of GBA or GHB because yeah. it's easy to get GBL or whatever. Then now GBL is actually considered a scheduled precursor too. So it's a, co- it's a chemical that's being you know looked at if you to, if you were to buy it um so then it moved actually it's way more common to see bdo yeah instead of either of the two i've actually never seen ghb or gbl or known to anyone who's had it or taken it i've known people who've taken it but not like around me or anything um, but bdo is pretty common you can still get it um yeah it's weird and it's, it's weird part, part of the reason it's common is that it's not scheduled yet yeah, because it's plastic. It's used in plastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's, it's you can tell the difference. That's for sure. That like the taste or whatever is what people say. Oh, it's it's said to well, even just GHB is, is said to taste like shit. It tastes like soapy. Yeah. Like weird. Yeah, and then BDO has a very like um, thick and salty type of. Uh, yeah, a lot of people. If you watch any videos of people actually ingesting GHB, they always make a face. They're like, oh, they well, look like a yeah. dog taking and, medicine. And that, that's why it's said that, like, yeah, I mean, it definitely has been used as a date rape drug. Um, but it's even thought that that might be a little blown out of proportion because of the fact that a lot of people would be, unless you're obviously wasted, but a lot of people would be able to tell. If their cocktail had GHB in it, just a hell of salty, dude. Yeah, the well, what if you get like a fucking would be disgusting? What if you get a margarita on the rocks or a dude? strawberry daiquiri? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, certain ones maybe, and how drunk you are, maybe, and like if you've been eating food, maybe. But like, I think that yeah. some people would likely taste it and go like, "Oh, this is weird." But yeah, and I think that that's something that's just good for us to be mentioning, like for people to think of, is that if your drink ever tastes just a little off, you should tell the bartender to make you another one. Yeah, right. another thing that I would argue with that. Yeah, that is a good point. You should just ask for a new one. But another thing that I would argue is it takes such a tiny amount of GHB to yeah. fuck you up while you're uh, on alcohol that it like such a tiny amount. Yeah, like an insanely tiny amount. But um, what what I would think is that it would be almost untastable in a different kind of drink like that. So I don't know. Yeah, it, like a strawberry. I don't know. I've I would say it would. You'd still taste it based on the flavor that I I know. Like if yeah. I were to mix it with an alcohol beverage, I'd taste it for sure. Hmm. Interesting. Um, it's intense. I mean, you have to you have to wash it down with other stuff, or you'll like gag. Whoa. Interesting. Um, yeah, and that's just a milliliter. Like yeah. You're literally just taking a milliliter, and that is enough to make you go like, and your whole mouth because it's like so coating. It coats. It's disgusting. Whoa. It's very thick. Um. Yeah, anyway. Like cum? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Salty and thick. 
Did you come in my drink? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just struggled. Bartender, can you make another one? I'm pretty sure my friend came in my drink. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just put GHB in it. He's been taking way too much cot. He's been pissy cum. Well, what's scary about, say, someone did drug a drink with GHB too, is even that little sip you took, it's not most people's first instinct to just spit it out. No. They're going to swallow yeah. it yeah. and then be like, hmm, this is funny. This is weird. And then it's like, okay, maybe I should go make myself throw up. When arguably you should have just spit it out. Because at that point, if you're already slightly drunk and you yeah. took that little amount, you're fucked. I mean, yeah. maybe. No, if you... Well, you're going to be fucked if up. If you're taking a sip, you're probably fine. Yeah. If it's in the whole well, drink. Depend, depending on how concentrated exactly. you're drinking. Depending yeah, on how much true. they put in there. But again, yeah. they're not going to put a crazy amount because then it, it would be noticeable. Right. So yeah. True. True. Um, yeah. but but that is not to say that it hasn't been used as a date rape. Oh no, it absolutely definitely has. has. Even yeah. even just in its natural form, without dosing people through uh, alcohol or something like that, just giving someone GHB and too much of it, people yeah. have been assaulted that way. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. taking advantage of people. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. the thing is that it makes people's it, it it is a sexual like increases your sexual arousal and then lowers your inhibitions like alcohol does. So then it is a recipe for. Uh, potentially bad situations when it comes to sex. Yeah. You know? Dude, um, it fucking makes you horned up as fuck. I read a bunch of different reports of people being like, I was so horny I had to go home. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like this one girl, I guess, was at a fucking club or something with her friends and did some GHB and was just like, she had to like go back to her friend's apartment to like use her friend's dildo because she got like so horny. And I was like, damn, that rules. <laughs> I mean, like, good for her, though, for, like, being, like, I'm super horny. Like, I'm going to go home and handle this rather than, like, just, going home with, like, some, like, weird dude or something. So, it's kind of funny for, like, females to be like, hey, like, can I go, like, use your dildo? But, like, if a guy was like, hey, man, like, I really got to go, like, bust one out really quick. Can I just, like, borrow your flashlight? <laughs> It'd just be weird. It's like, that's dude. something that, like, if girls say, like, oh, I went and used my friend's dildo, people aren't going to blink you know, an eye. I think, yeah. I no, I would still... <laughs> think that was weird. But I mean, you think it's a little weird, but you're not. it's not as weird. Okay, this is my argument. It's easier to clean than a flashlight. It's easier to clean. True. There's yeah. something going inside and getting <laughs> yeah. stuck in there. And then you have to trust that your friend is going to like boil that shit out or something. Yeah. And, and also, I feel like most dudes, true. if they're using a flashlight, they're going to come in it. They're not going to yeah, pull yeah. out of a flashlight, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, even if they're not, you get your homies pre-come in your flashlight. <laughs> oh, dude. Right. Okay, so this is... Yeah, that's a that. <laughs> uh, So, yeah, dude, like we've said before, it's used as a fucking party drug. It's used as a date rape drug. It apparently makes you fucking horny as hell, dude. <laughs> I saw this one video of this guy. Oh, no. This, this Dutch guy. Oh, uh, no. Save it for the Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, I, I just filmed myself one night and just watched it back. And <laughs> just kidding. With a Dutch uh, guy? No, yeah, <laughs> no, so there's this Dutch guy who was like... Someone I don't know who was filming it. Maybe one of their friends, but uh, this dude was just literally on his couch, like rolling around, just like fucking like rubbing his cock and balls, like like ferociously. (laughs) And uh, like I think it was like EMTs or like maybe it was like police. I'm not sure. I'm 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 guessing this guy just took his pants off and just started ferociously ferociously rubbing his dick and balls and like. (laughs) <laughs> Whoever was with him, like, c- couldn't get him to stop. So they had to, like, call authorities and stuff. And then basically the video is these, like, dudes with, like, vests and shit coming in and being, like, trying to, like, calm him down as the dude's just rolling around just ferociously just fucking Wait, rubbing his I've shit. Yeah, you probably, I think it was in, uh, 
that video? Yeah, exactly. I hang out on a different side of Pornhub than you guys, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny because it makes me wonder if it, that's what that dude at King's Theater was doing. Oh, he's on GHB yeah. maybe and a bunch of acid or something. Because uh, he was ferociously rubbing it out. Dude, he probably was on GHB. That's a fucking, <laughs> That's funny. I mean, that's kind of not funny, but… <laughs> It's uh, fucking terrible. Kind of scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is a little scary that um yeah, it that it would make you that horny that you just have to uncontrollably just fucking I feel like the distinction between alcohol and GHB though, alcohol you really have less judgment. Like it really impairs your judgment. I wonder yeah. with GHB how much it actually impairs your judgment or if you stay fairly clear-minded. Obviously not if you're rubbing your dick and balls. Well, yeah. yeah. But we also have to remember that it affects everyone differently. Like every drug affects every person differently. Like that. Like the girl who fucking went home to use her friend's but, dildo. Like, I mean, all, of, ate, all people kind of have really similar effects. All people have really like euphoric, enlightened. Well, yeah. Uh, I would say though that like the, the more sexually uh, intense people probably when they do GHB are more, you know, intense about whatever they do with sex than with alcohol yeah and that's yeah. just because it has an added component where it feels like it has a much more euphoric component to it than alcohol does yeah mm. <laughs> i yeah i feel like not a lot of people have a really I, I mean yeah some people get like horny when they drink oh yeah i mean yeah dude with the amount of people that it, it's like a it's like a funny story of like hitting someone up that you wouldn't typically hit up when you're drunk because you want to right but yeah. I, I don't know if that's just like impaired judgment and just making bad decisions or if it's actually out of a place of fucking desire yeah i don't yeah, know, I don't know. Uh, well and that's the same thing with the ghb is i don't know if it's much desire i think that it's very popular and i don't know if ryan you're gonna mention this but it's hugely popular it's what is it called a chem sex yeah dude um, i have okay. a lot to talk about that right, cool. very good. interesting all right so but first we're gonna talk about some some negative shout outs <laughs> uh but so yeah it's Super popular in Europe, like what we were saying earlier. Like, we don't know anyone who uses fucking GHB, like, in America. Um, but I know, I've heard, like, most of the stories I've read are people in Europe. Like, super popular in the rave scene in Ibiza, uh, which is this island off the coast of Spain. Uh, it's still, like, under, like, the country of Spain, but it's just an island off the coast. Uh, London, Berlin, like, fucking, a, a lot of the, it's used a lot in Europe. So... It's used as in the rave scene, but it's also used like a bunch in the <laughs> I almost said date rape scene. That's fucked up. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> uh, no. I mean, it was a bodybuilder drug. Yeah, well, it's oh, uh, that's what I was gonna mention earlier with the bodybuilders. It's like get all these testosterone filled men, give them GHB, and like, yeah, that's what's gonna happen. Yep. Yeah, totally. Well, not to say yeah. That, I, uh, I, I was gonna make that like weird bad joke of like fraternities and like right. bodybuilders and. Yeah, but I'll leave that out. <laughs> Insecure men. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, let's leave all that out. Let's not make that joke. <laughs> Back to you, Ryan. <laughs> let's, let's not say any of that as we're yeah, saying all of that. No, let's not. No, don't. Like, we didn't. Yeah, we're not saying any of that. Back to you, Ryan. <laughs> all right. Uh, anyway, so uh, there, it was used a lot in, like I said, with date rapes. And I think part of this is because of, like, I guess people say it, like, makes you, because of it makes you super horny, I feel like it probably impairs your judgment a little bit to be like, oh, you're out partying, like, at a club or something, and you meet somebody, and then they're like, oh, like, you want to go back to my place, and then, like, if you're super horned up, you're probably like, let's fucking do it, 
And then little do you know, you're going to get taken home and fucking possibly murdered or raped. You know, who knows? So this happened in the UK and uh, this dude who lived in like uh, like northeastern London. Uh, I don't remember the city, but it, it's in like the greater London area. So between 2014 and 2015, a 16-month period, he this dude, his name is Stephen Port. He killed four men and raped seven people. So four women and three men. So I don't know. Whoa. He killed London four men. Bomber. So I guess he just didn't rape one person, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, uh, yeah, definitely Dahmer vibes, though, because he was like bringing, you know, bringing people back to his like, his, like one bedroom flat in, uh, I think. I don't remember what city it was, but anyway, in uh, the greater London area. And he would just fucking drug them, rape them and then kill them and then like leave their bodies like nearby. Like he would just like throw them out. In like the street, like near mm. his fucking apartment and shit, and uh, yeah, they called him the Grinder Killer because he would use like Grinder and like dating apps. And oh, shit so this to, like, was meet. recent. This was in 2014 and 2015. Like he got sentenced oh, in 2016, fuck. I believe. Holy shit! Yeah. So uh, yeah, he would uh, use dating apps like Grinder and whatever other dating apps to to meet with other uh, people, mostly the LGBTQ plus community. And Could you imagine you get to prison and they're like, yeah, they call me the grinder killer. And they're like, whoa, did you like grind up your victims with a meat grinder? And they're like, nah, just some app. <laughs> just use some app to find and kill people. Yeah, super fucked. So that guy scary, got fucking arrested, put in jail. And uh, I don't know what their death penalty thing is in the UK, but he definitely didn't get that. He just got thrown in jail for a long time. So yeah, negative shout out to that guy. And... Then there was another guy in 2020, uh, Reynard Sinaga. I'm Sinaga. I'm not sure what his uh, his last name is pronounced, but S I N A G A. Anyway, he was uh, jailed for a minimum of 30 years for drugging and raping over 40 men in Jesus. Manchester. Holy shit! Yeah, and the drug he was using was GHB. Oh, which by the way, I guess the reason I've mentioned Stephen Port is the drug he was using was GHB. So that's how all this so, is related. Apparently. You can't taste it very well. I, I yeah, mean, I, who knows what how this was even like. Well, you also got to remember that it's possible some of these people were actually doing the drug with them. Right. That, that, like yeah, getting high, yeah, having that's sex, what I said earlier, having yeah. a great time, and then he gives them a little too much. And then once they're unconscious, then he takes advantage. Right. Yeah, yeah that's that's what I was alluding to earlier. It's yeah. just like you could just be consensually taking it with someone, give them too much or whatever. Yeah. Well, and that yeah. is, I mean, because it is highly popular, similar to poppers in the LGBTQ plus yeah. community as exactly. being a part of their community. So exactly the way it could be used, it, the same way as alcohol could be used as a date rape, get someone too drunk and take advantage of them, you could do it with GHB. So it doesn't have to be just always slipped into someone's drink like you're drugging them. It yeah. could be. And yeah. even just the, the right. stupid thing of someone being like, you know, you're drinking with someone at the bar and you go, hey, you want to go party at my house? I have some drugs. You want to try GHB? Right. And the person doesn't know what GHB is. And all you tell them is, oh, it's fun to have sex on. And they're like, sweet, I take it. They've been drinking. And you knew, you know what I mean? So you give them, yeah. 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 Well, like, and you have to remember a lot of people, all these a lot of these people, like, like probably, I, I, I didn't say a lot of these people, but I, I, I have to assume some of these people, <laughs> like, even who are taking the GHB and are like, oh, you want to take this? Like, it fucking makes this fun or whatever. And they don't even know, like, they're not even experienced users. Yeah. And then they just fucking 
like make this person got it to drug people or some shit exactly well or maybe that person didn't even know that it like two drug people and they were just like oh let's take this and like get fucked up or whatever and then the person who has who doesn't even know what ghb is and they're like oh like yeah sure i'll take it with you whatever and they take it and then they get hella fucked up and then you like think like oh yeah like he said he wanted to have sex or like they said they wanted to have sex so like then they do it and then the person wakes up in the morning and is like, oh, like, that wasn't okay. Like, fucking, they, like, you know, date raped me or something. Right. Um, so, yeah, th- I don't know. There's a lot of different possibilities of how the situation goes down. But regardless. It's, they all suck. It, yeah, it's fucked. Fuck yeah. anyone who uses it, it, Fuck anyone who takes advantage of another person in any kind of fashion. But that is just, like, exactly. the most horrific thing you could do. In my opinion, like, that is one of the worst crimes you could do is, like, oh, sexually yeah. take advantage of someone. Especially mm-hmm. with the use of chemicals and shit well i mean yeah. forest chemicals whatever just don't fucking like what a complete human piece of shit to do something like that that's Dude, insane yeah exactly it's super fucked so the that reynard uh Sinaga guy got jailed for a minimum of 30 years which i think is fucking not enough for for drugging and raping 40? over 40 men jesus dude so that's Ooh. like less than a year for each fucking rape essentially which is fucking that's insane so yeah you know, that's I, fucked up I almost want to call out like that's probably a little bit of like homophobia yeah. in the legal system of just not caring yeah. as much. If it well, was 40 yeah. women, they would have just shot him out back. Yeah. Right, exactly. And he probably would have got killed in prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And as far as I well, know, they're both still alive in prison. And since it was men, he was probably getting special treatment in prison, being kept safe because they're like, oh, well, if we put you in general population, they're all going to kill you. So he's probably that's in a good like. Point. He's probably in a certain wing with other sex offenders and things like that. Because that's they do that in the U.S. There's entire prisons that are just for, like, uh, gays and sex offenders and stuff and pedophiles. And they all get essentially special treatment in, because they're in there. They don't have to worry about people fucking killing them because they're all there together. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. When prison, he was saying that, like, if you were, like, 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 any, like, people that, like, came in that were sex offenders, they basically had to get put in the hole, like, by themselves. Because, like, if they got put into, like, general population, that they would get murdered easily, like, within the same day they got put into jail. And after they're in the hole, uh, and depending on if it was a violent crime or whatever, after a certain amount of time, they can move to, in, yeah, like I said, entire, um, like, low security wings where it's all sex offenders and stuff. In, in yeah, a lot of prisons. Exactly. Obviously, not every prison has these kind of things. Every prison right. is, like... A lot of them are privately owned and have different kind of programs and shit. But yeah, and depending uh, on how sometimes. big the prison is and like how much space there is and yeah. you know stuff like that. It's so. fucked up. It's fucked up. They yeah. literally get special treatment and they are it is almost safer to be a fucking like one of those people in prison a lot of the times. If you're not put in general population. Right. Which is super <clears throat> fucked. So mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but so I think part of the reason why the sentencing wasn't that crazy is because of the class that GHB was in. Uh, I mean, obviously, rape is rape, and that's super fucked, and you should get fucking death penalty for that. So, but I, uh, at the time when all this happened, it was a class C drug, which in the UK government, like, like the scheduling in the US is like, from what I understand, different than the UK. Like in the US, it's like based off of like if it can be used medically or like, or if it, there's no medical use, like how we've talked about Schedule One, Schedule Two, and all the different scheduling, but in the UK, it's more based off of, like, just, like, how harmful the drug is, from what I understand, from all the shit that I've read, and that, uh, so for, for, like, a class C, like, you only get, like, two years for, like, getting caught with the drug or whatever, um, because class C is less harmful than what B or A would be, and so after all this happened, the UK government changed it from class C to class B because of all the fucking rising shit happening with GHB, 
Um, so I'm, I don't know. Anyway, I guess the whole reason of saying that is just like it was a lower class when all that was going on, which I think is has possibly something to do with the lower sentencing. That's interesting. Uh, one country I found really interesting, I think it was the Netherlands. <clears throat> they classify theirs quite literally by soft drugs and hard drugs. <laughs> which I thought was really funny. Like that was their exact characterization. They are the Dutch are really funny about drugs. Yeah. It's hilarious. It's just it's weird. Wait, did you say the Dutch? Yes. Didn't Raven say the the Netherlands? Yes. Oh, you're talking about Oh, I thought you were never mind. You're you're talking about two different things. I thought you were saying like the Dutch were the people from the Netherlands and I was like, well, that's not right. Aren't the okay. Dutch from, Aren't are the Dutch from Denmark? <laughs> No. <laughs> Wait, oh, am I wrong? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout outs to uh, I think we have two percent listeners in the Netherlands. Oh yeah, fuck, yeah. dude. I thought uh I Sorry, thought the Dutch came from Denmark. No. I actually don't know what the Denmarkians are called. Wait, I'm gonna look this up because I think you're wrong. More like Denmark. No, because the, the Dutch speak Dutch in the Netherlands and it's a, it's like a form it's like German, but I mean, and Germany's called Deutschland. Oh, you're fucking right, dude. Look at you. You should know this. You're going to go. I'm going to Germany, dude. I'm not going to the Netherlands, You're dude. right. You'll be right next to it, though. And yeah. you're going to meet people from... You're going to meet Dutch people. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Honestly, I'm kind of pissed that we're not going you're to gonna Amsterdam. You're going to get the shit beat out of you now. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I know. We have like 2% fucking followers from Germany, dude. I'm going to get jumped. And yeah. I think we have Netherlands followers, too. Yeah, well... Or listeners. Never mind the, the Netherlands. Uh, I'm just kidding. So what are the people from Denmark called? Oh, I don't know. I didn't look that up. I just looked up what Dutch people were. <laughs> Sorry, Let me, let's uh, just move wait, on. Wait, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on. Who are the Denmarkians? <laughs> Denmarkians uh, would be really funny. The Denmark- I just think it's funny that the, the people from uh, Indiana are called Hoosiers. Oh, they're the Danes. <laughs> Dane, okay. Yeah, the Danish. Danish, yeah. Right. There you go. Uh, Yeah, the who's the Hoosers. (laughs) It's it's Hoosier, Uh, like it's like like saying who's there. That's so funny. (laughs) Update. Oh, uh, also update. I forgot to mention this. We were talking about mezcal versus uh fucking uh tequila and shit last week. Turns out I was fucking way wrong, dude. Uh, it's. Adam fucking explained it to me uh, in a text and was basically saying that it's like uh, like tequila is like 100% blue agave and uh, that fucking uh, mezcal is not 100% blue that's agave. That's so sick, dude. We'll talk about that on Patreon on our update episode. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah, so, so if you, right you want to know the difference, fucking sign up for the Patreon because I ain't telling you. Uh. <laughs> anyway just know we were wrong i guess <laughs> yeah just know we were wrong and adam corrected us so shout out adam uh anyway so uh yeah dude negative shout out all the people fucking using it for date rape that's fucked up so fuck those guys and gals and whoever so but uh so in 2018 uh there's a there's a resident dj from ibiza named dj jackmaster who got in trouble for touching people inappropriately during a G session. So G <laughs> sessions, G He's sessions. Like, uh, you should have known by my name that I'm the jack master. <laughs> He's like jack people off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. If we haven't really used the term G session yet. It's essentially just like hanging out and doing GHB. So similar to yeah, like it has, a, a it has nothing to do with G spots. <laughs> well, it could. <laughs> if, you're, if, you're if you're with the Jackmaster, apparently. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. 
if you're if you're uh, if it's consensual and uh, you're both horned up, then fucking you know there could Have be some G, some G spot action in there. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> so I guess uh, yeah, he got in a bunch of trouble uh, for apparently inappropriately touching people during these G sessions. And uh, what an unfortunate name to choose if you're gonna. Be I, a know, fucking yeah. creep. <laughs> I know, yeah, dude, totally. So this dude is—it's cr- crazy though, because he like it, it broke down. Like he like talked about his whole like addiction to GHB and shit. Well, actually, GBL in this case, because he was actually doing GBL. Um, because I don't know. Did we mention earlier that GBL is actually more potent than like GB- GHB? No, because I, I, re- I read that like because I guess well, like, did we also? We, I don't think we just said that like GBL like apparently breaks down into GHB like in yeah, your I said body. That. Oh, you did say okay, cool, sweet. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, apparently, like, when GBL gets turned into GHB in your body, it's more potent for some reason. I don't know. Mikey, you probably know more about that than me. I'm actually not sure. It's probably just the way that it's metabolized is different. Uh, Yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so he would fucking take GBL every single day. And if he didn't take GBL, like, every day, he would literally, like, wake up in, like, cold, like, crazy, like, sweats, but also be, like, sh- super cold. And uh, so cold sweats, uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and he, like sometimes he like wouldn't even know like what fucking festival he was at. He would just wake up and be like, "I need fucking GBL now." And so he would literally buy like liters of it at a time, and would always keep a liter like under his sink, just readily available, just to fucking take. That's insane. I love how it's Dude. an industrial cleaner, and he uses it as. <laughs> he still keeps it under the sink, <laughs> <laughs> looking like think. an industrial cleaner. Yeah, I didn't Bro. even think about that. That's probably so trying to hide funny. it from people. Yeah, that's and a good the point. funny thing is, you could write GBL right on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a really good point. <laughs> In small writing, not for human consumption. <laughs> <laughs> you put like a whole dilution thing on there of like how to clean the floors when people are over at your house. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, that's a good point. Do but, not use. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so this guy would take a lot of this every day, just keep a lot of it on him, and uh, use it to touch people inappropriately. I guess sounds like he was addicted to it. Oh yeah, he even said he was addicted to it. <laughs> Just kidding. No, <laughs> I mean yes, he, yeah, he was. It's uh, very similar to alcohol addiction. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they're like they say like it's probably well. I don't know. Can you die if you fucking stop it, like from the like uh, the withdrawals and stuff? Like how alcohol can? I would think so. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, I think it's possible if it causes seizure-like symptoms and all these different things. Then yes, um, probably not as intense as things like benzos and opiates and stuff. Gotcha. I mean, benzos and alcohol and barbiturates, but... Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and people have still died of withdrawal from opiates, but it's from things like um, dehydration, like lack of, uh, you know, taking care of themselves during the withdrawal. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Like heart attacks and shit. Did I say lack of dehydration? Yeah, sure. but I knew what you meant. <laughs> cool. Dude, they're hydrated as fuck, so they died, dude. <laughs> that can happen. Uh, yeah, overhydration is a thing. Be careful. But anyway, so you guys mentioned chemsex earlier. Uh, this is a term I've never heard before, but I learned about it researching for this episode. So chemsex, it's basically just people doing drugs and uh, being involved in any sort of uh, sexual activity. So I thought it was like, a bunch of just science nerds in a lab <laughs> having an orgy. Uh, <laughs> chemistry sex? No, I, I assume it stands for chemical sex because you're oh, take, in, ingesting gotcha. chemicals and uh, having sex. So, gotcha. 
But it's super popular. Well, I guess in the past, it was always super popular in the LGBTQ uh, community. But now it's become more popular. Or not more popular, but it's starting to become uh, more known in the heterosexual um, communities. And uh, so people would basically... Basically, it's just fucking... Any it's a party that's involved with drugs, and then people can also have sex if they want to and stuff. But it's not always like Sounds having sick. sex and shit like that. It's like people just like hanging out, chilling, doing drugs, whatever. And then you know, like off in the corner, someone might be fucking. And uh, yeah, so it sounds like a typical orgy. Yeah, because I'm yeah. sure most orgies involve drugs. Yeah, yeah, probably. But anyway, it's a. Uh, I want to do a fentanyl chem sex party. <laughs> just everyone asleep. <laughs> no one having sex. There's like five people on top of each other with their face and each other's crotches. They're, they're, they're all. They only wake up for like two seconds. They're like, keep going in the uh, And then pass back out. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> that would be pretty. That'd be fucking lit, dude. <laughs> So, but uh, yeah, the, the groaning, dude. The groaning. Is, I was so thinking snoring, dude. <laughs> 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 He's like, oh yeah, I like uh, the snoring, dude. That could be like a fentanyl den, just fucking <laughs> a fentanyl orgy den. Anyway, some good chem sex. <laughs> so, uh, the drugs basically fueling these parties uh, was methadrone, GHB, and crystal meth. Like I mentioned earlier, crystal meth is. Apparently super fun to use with GHB because it's a stimulant and it gets you fucking, you know, it keeps you awake while you're also fucked up on GHB. So it's you also can, a sex drug. <laughs> uh, yeah, also that too. Yeah, that's a good point. So, you know, people are getting fucked up and just banging it out. And <laughs> I respect that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, funny oh, I pretty, it's funny because they probably use GHB to uh, help with their stim stimulant. Uh, affected penis. Oh, that's a good point, dude. Tenis, stim, yeah. Stim dick. Tenis? I haven't heard that. I've used tenis a lot. It's yeah. from Shout Out Matt and oh. Shane Secret Podcast, dude. Yeah. They use tenis a lot. I feel like you'd just be hyper horny if you took meth and GHB at the same time. Uh-huh. That's probably the dude who is aggressively rubbing his dick. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you're probably right. But I don't know. Regardless, uh, so yeah, these, it's super, GHB is super popular in the LGBTQ community because of, uh, you know, Chemsex kind of started. In that community. And uh, so a lot of people use GHB to get horned up and just fucking bang, which is dope. Uh, you know, if it's consensual, obviously. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, there was a uh, there was a full-on crisis in London because of how many overdoses were happening in clubs uh, from GHB. Because, like, a lot of these, like, uh, a lot of the LGBTQ parties, you know, people would fucking take too much GHB and overdose and people would have to call fucking an ambulance and... I mean, it happens in regular clubs. I guess, I don't know why I said regular clubs. Uh, Heterosexual clubs, straight clubs, whatever you want to consider it as. And uh, people, you know, would just fucking take too much GHB and someone would have to call an ambulance. And so a lot of these uh, clubs started, like, searching for GHB, like, specifically and stuff. And, like, being, like, having signs of, like, you will fucking be banned if you, like, are caught with GHB. Like, you'll be banned for life because all these clubs would just... You know, someone would be partying, whatever, and then all of a sudden someone would drop to the floor or whatever, and people would have to call 911, which in a club setting seems not, seems kind of like a vibe killer, you know? Not <laughs> only just a, an actual killer. Bro, a vibe your, killer. your overdose is really like 
fucking with my vibe right now? <laughs> You're really bringing this negative dead energy. Take that shit outside. If you're in an overdose, do it out in the fucking alleyway. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like how you get out. kicked out of a bar if they find you doing coke in the bathroom. You're like overdosing yeah. in the bathroom. They're like, take that shit outside. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. Yeah. That's essentially what's happening. So I hate seeing stretchers and stuff like that at fests and shows. It's- yeah. It, it always sucks. happens. It, it's not always, actually. It's certain fucking music. Yeah. Anytime Excision brings its shit to the town, <laughs> there's going to be an ambulance. Excision? Excision. That's funny. No, sorry. That shit sucks. Yeah, that shit does suck, dude. Excision Guess what? sucks. <laughs> he, uh, he just got called out uh, for ghost produ- getting ghost produced now, too. Wow. wow. Uh, it was a huge dude. thing on Twitter. All these all these Occasion kids were so sad that their favorite artist <laughs> is being produced by someone else. Dude, dude. it happens all the time. It I happens know. literally <laughs> all the time. With, with fucking writing lyrics like songwriting. Like, I know. I, but- dude, I knew this one girl who fucking... Used to sh- she used to su- show up to the studio to do these like uh, these like jingles and stuff, and she had like a Toyota Camry or something. And then one day she showed up in like a fucking brand new like Porsche or like some nice ass like Mercedes, some just nice ass car. And she was like, "Oh yeah, I just got the check for ghostwriting this Nicki Minaj song." And I was just like, "Damn, Damn. yeah." When and I found out that my girl uh, T Swift was getting ghostwritten for it, it broke my heart. Um, what's with this uptick? What's with this uptick of uh, excision stickers I've been seeing in Portland? On the, it's the entire back windshield yeah. of people's cars. It's really because he has uh, he has two festivals that he runs now, and oh. there's the main one is Lost Lands out in Ohio, the venue that I went to, and then and that has all the dinosaurs up like, okay. year round or whatever. Oh, and then the other one is at the Gorge, and it's happened the past four years now. It's Base Canyon. And that's his oh. best. So the Pacific Northwest is filled with excision fans. Oh no, I see him all the yeah. time in Portland. It's probably one of the most common areas for excision fans is to be out here. And he used to come to our venues, like in Eugene and Portland, every single year on his tours. Hmm. Whereas not a lot of like some dubstep people, it's like every other year. That yeah. they co- you know, he was just very prevalent and he's also just one of the bigger names. In dubstep, so. I, uh, Micah brought me with him to an excision show one time, <laughs> and I had to leave within, like, 30 minutes. I was like, I cannot stand this. I think music. we talked about that. Yeah, that sounds terrible, honestly, dude. I hate excision. Now, every time <laughs> I see one of those giant-ass stickers on the back of yeah, everyone's fucking windshields, I'm just like, I can't trust this person. Well, yeah, so I don't, <laughs> I, don't I, hate trust like the, that. I hate seeing the stickers, too, and, but then the worst is that I still see Bass Nectar stickers. And so if any of you are listening and you listen to Bass Nectar, fuck you and take your stickers off and cover up your tattoos and stop wearing those shirts and shit because he is a pedophile. Uh, that's so, why I think oh, it's whoa. hilarious when people get band tattoos and shit. <laughs> it's because it's like, it's just a matter of time before something about this fucking person right. gets. Yeah. Honestly, it's silly to exposed. do that. Like, Except for the Grateful Dead. Uh, best man no, ever. I mean, they were also <laughs> pedophiles. Bob Weir said Whoa. he was on his Guaranteed they fucked documentary. His yeah. uh, he said he never fucking fucked that girl. Of course he did. <laughs> <laughs> his wife literally said she yeah. used to hang out with her when she was like yeah. 14, 15. I, yeah, I do that. I know. Yeah. So anyway. Whoa, Ryan, a fucking pedophile apologist. No, <laughs> it's no way, It's been no said today. No way, dude. Yeah, it's always the, it wouldn't, it's not my band. Right. No, no, it always is. It can't be my favorite band. There's no way. 
Yeah. Moving it's, on. It's funny okay. listening to yeah, people try to back. defend pedophiles okay. when it. When I'm definitely not defending like, it. We know. We know. <laughs> no, but it, when it's like an artist or something yeah. and people try to defend them, it's like it's just a fucking human. They're just a piece of shit that use their like quote unquote power of being like a a name or a famous person yeah. to take advantage of younger people. They're st- they're fucked up for that. Yeah, and there's just nothing wrong with that. it's nothing wrong with having like you know if you enjoyed the music when you enjoyed it, that's totally fine. It's just the it's the afterwards once the world knows about something to continue to support that person's music is wrong. So dude, who is the, who is the guy that, uh, wrote all of the, uh, the fucking, what is that? Ah, oh, God damn it. I know. Why am I th- drawing such a blank? The squid head tentacles with wings. What? Fucking <laughs> Lord. Never mind. I God have no it. idea what you're talking about. Squid head tentacles. <laughs> I can't. I don't even know how we got on to this fucking conversation, dude. We were talking. Yeah. Oh, it's fuck excision. Yeah, that guy. Wait, <laughs> and bass nectar. Yeah, right. That's what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mostly, mostly bass nectar. <laughs> yeah, mostly bass nectar. Uh, okay. Well, uh, fuck. Where was I, dude? Um, I don't know. People taking advantage of people. Oh, I just wanted to say one more person. That's like you can. <clears throat> I I don't I don't know how far you could separate their art from their. Uh, personality or who are, who the person was because a lot of people are like oh yeah separate the art from the person or whatever to continue listening to fucked up people's music is hp lovecraft people hmm, will like there's still shows being produced about this guy's lore he fucking the uh what is that fucking thing called it's like an octopus with wings the cthulhu oh jesus yeah. christ I oh of that. i've heard of that thing Cthulhu and um and the Necronomicon. Mm-hmm. He's the one who created that and all these different mm. things. And there's still shows being made about Cthulhu and all this shit and all the lore he produced. But turns out that guy was like the biggest hyper racist ever. Oh, you know? really? And r- would write like like huge uh uh things about uh, uh yeah. I don't even want to talk about what he wrote because it's so fucked up. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, yeah, I didn't hyper, know that either. Hyper hyper racist. Um. Damn. Like in any of the documentaries I've listened to about the guy's life, they're like, we don't want to talk about it, but it's impossible to like beat around the bush. Like, yeah, he was insanely racist and very open about it. Hmm. And he was just like some rich kid. Negative shout out. He was yeah. like, Yikes. yeah. So fuck, fuck HP Lovecraft. Fuck yeah. Cthulhu. Oh, I God, didn't know who that was, but whatever. Dude, if, if yeah, fuck these guys. <laughs> if you're, if you're listening right now and you support them, fuck you, dude. Anyway, <laughs> now that we've lost to those guys, let's get back into the conversation. <laughs> our Instagram loses like everyone. <laughs> Turns out all, all of our followers were Cthulhu followers. <laughs> I'd be okay with losing all of them. Fuck those guys, dude. Yeah, whatever. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was talking about GHB and freaking people getting dragged out of clubs and stuff and how that's a whole vibe killer and everything for being, you know, fucked up on drugs and overdosing. So don't do that. You know, know your limits. Freaking don't ruin other people's nights because you don't know how to handle your drugs and stuff. And always be aware of how much you're taking. Oh, and by the way, uh, I saw this that a lot of people that go to like raves and stuff like that will set a timer. And uh, take, like, GHB and then set, like, an alarm to, like, remind them to, like, take more later or whatever. And so, like, they can track exactly, like, how long between doses so they don't accidentally take too much and overdose and shit. Which is a pretty good idea, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually... uh, So, I was kind of saying that when we were not recording um, to Raven 
but when my experience with it has always been like that, and that's actually what I was going to mention is why I feel like there's nowadays a lot less GHB being used, but also just a lot less GHB um, overdoses because in the community of rave culture and whatnot, and the people that use it, most people know how dangerous it is and they take it very seriously. So it's like yeah. this thing where like if someone's offering you GHB or BDO or GBL, um, they'll likely be like, hey, have you had any alcohol today? And then if you if you say yes, they won't give it to you. Like they won't sell it to you. And that's then, cool. Um, when I've been given it, that's exactly what happened. Where it was like a, it was really it was cool because like everyone else that was around weren't they weren't doing it, but they were drinking like slapping the bag of wine all day long, you know. But slapping the bag of wine. Yeah, I've dude. never heard that term before. That's amazing. Wait, dude, really? Crushing never... claws, slapping the bag. Let's dude, go. Dude, I've definitely heard crushing claws and let's go, Brandon. Which <laughs> slapping the bag is out. like <laughs> it's like uh, I don't know. It's been something. That's it's in, Franzia. Yeah, it's been in like uh, like party culture and festy culture for a while, but mm. it's it's like it's a very Chad thing to do, honestly. Well, so that's what's weird, actually, is that it's. I think that it honestly started in festy culture. Ver- more so and moved than, into chad culture well that's how, chad, culture. Uh, chad culture and festy culture are slightly intertwined because a they lot are. of chads go and infiltrate totally yeah and the reason that i think they're popular in festy culture is that you're not allowed to have glass so mm. you bring in a huge bag of wine and it's like five bottles of wine in one bag and then everyone can drink out of it like you just hold it up someone slaps it they have to slap it before they can twist it and then they put their mouth under wait it and, why do you have to slap it it's, it's just, just a, fun. It's just funny. Oh, so you don't you have to slap it. Bag. No, you no. have to slap it. You're not oh. allowed to drink out of it unless you <laughs> slap it. And I usually go like, I like give it a little like well, love taps and I go like, oh. Yeah. Another thing that's really <laughs> oh, nice yeah. about those bags though is it's like a bladder, right? But yeah. it has this little button on it or some of them have the twisty thing to allow yeah. the liquid to come out. So if you get someone up on their hands, <laughs> then you could just put that little thing. It, just, it fits right up in the, in the little keister there. Yeah. You could put it in, <laughs> and then, you know, you could just accurately dose out. That's true. If you draw oh. lines on the bags, too, yeah. you could just accurately dose out some Perfect uh, boofuses. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, uh-huh. that's fucking dope. You know what that's I was That's why people bring of? it into festivals. Uh, <laughs> I thought of this earlier. If you could or couldn't boof GHB... And I feel like that's a bad idea to boof GHB. I feel like this is like the, one of those idea. things where you're yeah. just like, let's you sh- you can, but you shouldn't boof GHB. Yep. Like, yeah, I feel like every not. other drug we've talked about, like boofing. Well, great. as we've well, talked even about alcohol, right? You should not boof alcohol. No, because or alcohol fentanyl. you could easily. <laughs> okay. <laughs> alcohol you could easily overdose when boofed. Uh, the same as GHB it has already a super easy threshold for overdosing, yeah. so you should yeah. not put it up your ass. Yep. Well said. <laughs> um, but anyway, so what I what I was gonna say is like everyone. Um, it was cool because every everyone once they knew that like I was on it, it was this like uh, e- everyone was paying attention to the time and uh, you know just paying attention to like not offering me alcohol, you know, uh, at all. So it was just cool. There was a, a lot of a, a, a very safety like oriented vibe around just one person using it. It was cool. Hell yeah. That's like, oh, I, to, I, okay. I just have to say this really quick because I thought about it and it's kind of funny. <laughs> so, you know, we just said don't boof GHB. God damn it. So what if there was like a dildo that like when you like you could fucking yep. you know, shove up your keister and then at a certain point you could press a button and then a little bit of liquid of something. Oh, those exist, out. buddy. Do I do that? Really? 
Yeah. Fuck yeah, that's awesome. Are you so, kidding? The so take one of those. Come dildos. Oh, that's dope. Okay, so take one of those and f- put like a little bit of like GHB <laughs> in like some water or something like mixed in with it. So you know, you know exactly. You don't accidentally overdose. And then you freaking shove it in your keister a bunch of times. And then when you're ready, you just press the button. And then like as you're like coming or something, then you fucking <laughs> then dude. That's how you beat post nut clarity, dude. Oh my god! The, that post nut like fucking. <laughs> Sad feeling, dude. You just get a little GHB <laughs> in your keister. Instead, yeah. No, you just get a little GHB uh-huh. in your keister and you fucking yeah. <laughs> anyway, Sorry, don't do mom. that. <laughs> oh yeah, I yeah, wish well, your mom like, listens yeah, to it, this. Leave it, leave it to Ryan to always take it there every fucking episode. <laughs> yeah, seeing Dead and Company with your mom's gonna be hilarious, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ryan, I really like Funny the podcast. Yeah. I just really don't like when you talk about fucking your ass with GHB <laughs> <laughs> oh, Let's do a live interview. You for the Patreon with your mom, dude. Oh my God. <laughs> like, well, let me demonstrate it to you so you see how it's not weird. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm telling you, once you see it, you're gonna understand. <laughs> You'll get the concept. You just have to see it first. You have to see how I see it in my mind, <laughs> dude. It's like it's like when people like can't learn like from like reading books and they have to actually like have like like visual do it. learner. Yeah, yeah, visual learner, mm-hmm. dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, let's move on. <laughs> I don't remember what I was talking about, but uh, oh yeah, don't boof JHP. Okay, so the uh, <laughs> the next thing I want to talk about is fucking German clubs. Since your boy's going to Germany when this comes out, dude, today I'll be on a flight going to Germany at night. I keep uh, thinking you mean today, and I'm like, shouldn't we fucking wrap no. this up? Like, oh. <laughs> nah, this is uh, fucking Wednesday when it comes out. So. Yeah. Me and the boys, fucking Aaron from Groove Damage and Nick from Groove Damage, we're going to fucking Germany, dude. Catch us Woo! out there, dude. Let's shout go. Shout out Groove Damage. Positive dude, shout, shout out Groove. Dude, fucking Groove Damage, dude. They've been Huge playing a lot of Isla Vista out. shows and just fucking ripping, dude. Like, Seen it. So sick. Seen I've it. missed both of the shows because I've had to work and I'm so uh, sad. Bummer. Yeah. So positive it. shout out. Yeah, dude. Groove Damage is so sick, dude. So, uh, but yeah, so it's super popular in German clubs. And what's crazy is in Berlin, where we're going, they have oh, some clubs. Sh- so this is a new thing, which is a su- apparently super popular. Is uh, the fucking is that what GHB stands for? Going hard in Berlin, dude. Yeah, the fucking German homeboys, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't remember if I read this was popular in the LGBTQ plus community, but or if it was just like a fucking for everybody. I don't know. But uh, these clubs they fucking open at nine a.m. and apparently Jesus this is super popular Christ. where the fucking. People, it's like a new trend where people go like clubbing on Sunday mornings and they fucking take GHB and go get fucked up at the club. Like, at, dude, at, in the morning not a on bad a Sunday. Idea because dude, then you're sober in a couple hours and you're chilling for the rest of your day. Dude, yeah. And then you just go home and relax the rest of the day. Like, so you should do that. Dude, I might. Well, I think we're going to actually be in Prague on Sunday. Uh, so mm, I don't think maybe they have these on Saturday. Yeah. Or maybe, yeah. Who knows? But who knows? Uh, it's gonna be maybe fucking... they have them in Prague. That'd be sick too. Yeah, dude, it's gonna rain like the whole time we're there. I'm kind of sad. Yeah, but whatever. Fuck it. Uh, anyway, it's uh, yeah, it's fucking crazy. So I I can't believe that. Just wake up on like a Sunday morning and be like, "Yo, let's go hit the club, dude." <laughs> it was such a fucking funny thing, dude. That's actually yeah. Like I said, that's a really good idea. Not gonna it's lie, it's fucking great idea. I'm stoked for it. So. Uh, hopefully we'll, tr- you know, get to do a little personal research. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, well, uh, uh, f- tune into the Patreon to find out. Dude, yeah. Ryan do GHB in <laughs> Or Germany. Or, or ger- both. Or both. Yeah. <laughs> or both. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Someone might know. Deutschland. 
that's funny. Um, <laughs> Tune into the Patreon for Ryan's cell phone videos of him fucked up in on GHB. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just don't go into uh, any chem sex bars. What? Why not? Why? Yeah. What? What do I you mean? Saying? You might get raped. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I might get my kidneys stolen, dude. Yeah. True. Actually, True. you know what? It's really giving me the vibes of like hostile. Have you guys seen those movies? Just Dude, watched uh, them yeah. like two weeks ago. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so gnarly. So they suck dick. They're no, so bad. I well, them. I heard the first one's really good, but I watched the Vegas one uh, probably oh, two weeks ago. It was yeah, such a no. dog shit movie. It was so stupid. The first one's dope because it's in like Europe and it's fucking mm-hmm. freaky as hell to think of. Yeah. Because people do that all the time. Yeah. yeah but anyway. fuck. The third one is like one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And I looked up, I, I watched it because I watched the first one not like a, a long time ago. I don't even really remember it. And so I watched the the Vegas one and I was like, this movie fucking sucks. Like, I'm pretty sure these were supposed to be good movies. And I looked up the the ratings and reviews oh, or whatever. Yeah, Most Vegas- people were like, this is one of the worst. How dare you do this to the fucking hostel? Yeah, the series. Vegas one was bad because it's like those like prostitute girls that like tell the guys to like. But come they, back they, to they the didn't warehouse. know about it either. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's super trashy. Well, it's, it's like, not even just... It's just bad. It's just like the storyline yeah. is just ass. Anyway, yeah. that's enough about the movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, JHP fucking gangster hostel. Boys. Boys, yeah. I was trying to think of something else besides boys, but... Going hard in Berlin, dude. Going hard that's in Berlin, weird. dude. So, yeah. Uh, freaking might go party at 9 a.m. at a club. We'll see. Maybe. Um, But, who knows? Uh, Fucking... Uh, there's also a, uh, fucking article that I was reading where they literally post the link to buying, uh, GBL and, uh, say that you can Google how to make it into GHB, which is fucking Will you, crazy. Uh, send me I was that? reading that. Yeah. Uh, for research. <laughs> yeah. Totally. It was in a, uh, it was a Vice article that I was reading, uh, oh. that was talking about all, um, I don't remember exactly what the article... I think it was just talking about, like, the LGBTQ community and how it's, like, super popular. And then in that fucking article, there was literally, like, a link to, like, buying GBL. That's crazy. I wonder... Micah was saying it's a a controlled precursor, so I wonder if that's still available or what. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Uh, Uh, GBL is hard to... I mean, you can buy it. You just have to have, like, you know... Reason to to be buying. Reason, yeah. (laughs) And it's typically, like, you'd have to buy it under a company name. Yo, we should start a... Industrial cleaning company. <laughs> I mean, you can get one four BDO easy. Mm. Like oh, it yeah. used to be on Amazon. It's not on there. Cleaning anymore. out of cups, dude. Industrial <laughs> cleaning, cup cleaning out. company. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> cleaning out your cups. <laughs> well, well, we just name it like Micah named the TikTok. Cleaning out cups. <laughs> <laughs> I've said it before. I'll say it again. Dude, that's my favorite word of all time. I might get that tattooed. You should. As a tramp stamp. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what it means anymore. I don't either, dude. I remember it from the, uh, that was the COD episode. Yeah. Shout out. Anyway, that's all I got, dude. Just fucking German clubs and it's popular and, uh, Shouts out Shouts Europe. Out, yeah. It's hugely popular in Europe. Dude, it's crazy how I had no idea how popular it was over there. So and I'm sure I'll run into it. If we have any European listeners, which I know we do, um, reach out to the pod. Tell us about your experiences with GHB. I want to hear them. And, yeah. uh, you know, maybe even we could have you on for a Patreon interview or something in the future. Yeah. And if you're in fucking Berlin, if you live in Berlin and you're a listener, hit me up, dude. I'll be in Berlin next week. No, the day or this the, comes well, out. Well, I guess the, yeah, the day this comes out, so. 
Yeah. Uh, shout out. Shout out big time. Micah, hit us with the hit us with the big facts. What are we missing here? What are you missing? Um, well, we called it a depressant, right? Central nervous system depressant. Yep. Um, gamma hydroxybutyric acid uh, is actually found within the body. Um, oh, yeah. what? Mm-hmm. Naturally, mm. it is an endogenous short fa- short chain fatty acid. Um, and you can, it's, uh, yeah, it's present in the central nervous system. Um, it's an analog of, uh, GABA and, um, oh, that's interesting because it was being researched originally, mm-hmm. uh, to, for GABA. Well, it's probably, research. it's probably how they found it because oh. it was a part of GABA research and then they found this analog to it. Um, hell yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's weird because, um, it is, yeah, it's both a precursor and metabolite of the neurotransmitter GABA that we've mentioned before in other episodes, but just to, um, you know, kind of give people another, uh, you know, uh, what am I trying to say? <laughs> a reminder of it. Uh, GABA is that neurotransmitter that, uh, you know, is, uh, the primary inhibitor, inhibitory neurotransmitter in the central nervous system. So it's, um, by activating it can leave users with a feeling of, you know, calmness or maybe reduced anxiety and stuff like that. Um, anyway, uh, <clears throat> the physiological effects of GHB are mediated through binding to its own GB, GHB receptor, um, which is identified as a subset of the GABA-A receptors. Um, and uh, studies have demonstrated that the ability of GHB to affect the release of neurotransmitters in the brain, including GABA, glutamate, and dopamine, um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, studies have demonstrated that ability. <laughs> uh, these all contribute to its effect, though. So the you know primary effect is that it's binding to GHB and also GABA. However, um, you know there's some dopamine um, activity and glutamate activity in there as well um, that likely give it its you know special effects, being making it different than some other drugs that affect GABA. Um, And uh, while some studies indicate that the involvement of the GHB receptor in the pharmacological effects of GHB, um, many studies demonstrated that the behavioral slash the pharmacological slash the toxicological effects of GHB are actually attributed to the action at GABA-B receptors. Um, It's quite interesting. So there is, you know, there is a receptor, an actual GHB receptor for it, just like there's those benzodiazepine receptors for benzos. Um, But it's thought that, you know, the... Uh, behavioral effects that you know the, the 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 high essentially is attributed to this action at the GABA B. Ah, cool. interesting. So is it like why is it uh, more like so the toxicological effects of GHB are attributed to the B receptor? Uh, why would it be more? Is it you're saying that it's like more toxic on that receptor? Like why? What makes it more toxic there? Um. Hmm. No. So it's it's essentially meaning that. Um, the activity that it has at the GABA-B receptor is where you're going to see some of the, um, you know, t- the toxic effects like the respiratory depression, the oh. sedation. Um, so it, it's because of the agonism at that GABA-B receptor. I so it's see. not GABA-A that's causing, you know, sedation and respiratory depression and potentially death. It's the GABA-B agonism. I see. However, GABA-A is also affected. It's just thought that the toxicological stuff is because of GABA-B. Gotcha. Yep. To be or not to GABA B. And if I remember, I think that benzodiazepines are also the same way. That their oh, affinity right. for GABA B is what causes them to be dangerous. Gotcha. Um, 
Interesting. Yeah. That Gabba be sketchy, dude. Yeah, Gabba be sketch. <laughs> Yabba Gabba do. <laughs> 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 hey, Yogi, something about a pick a nigga basket. <laughs> Do you got that GHB? <laughs> Did you bring the GHB in the pick a nigga basket? <laughs> Uh, anyway <laughs> Wait did you say Gabba Dabba Doo uh, Something like that Yabba Gabba Doo I think is what I said oh, gotcha. Something like that I don't know That's funny Yo Thanks, clip that dude. chat Yo clip that chat <laughs> Yo chat clip that <laughs> Dude let's start fucking calling her Like whoever Even though if like We do have Juice as our producer or not Let's just start calling our producer Chad Like how like they call fucking That one dude Chuck In uh Tuesdays of Stories. No, I, think I, was, sa- I, was, say- I was saying it like as if we're live streaming this podcast right now. I said chat. Like, oh, chat, clip that. <laughs> oh, I think Sorry, you said dude, Chad. I've been Twitch streaming too much. I think you said Chad clip that. I was just like, yeah, no. yo, hey, yo, Chad, make- put a marker down, Chad. That's I've what been- I thought at first, too. I've been Twitch streaming too much. Yo, chat, <laughs> clip that. Clip that. <laughs> clip that funny joke Ryan made. <laughs> yo, make a reel out of that. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> this better not end up as one of the fucking. Reels. Dude, no, this is gonna be the. Whole, it's re- it's the whole reel is just gonna be Raven be like, "Yo, make a reel out of that. That would be hella funny." <laughs> but then Yo, not even that. not even clip the actual part that was funny. And just Raven just it's saying, just a video that. of Raven gaming. <laughs> we put it on our, our podcast, and everyone's like, "What the, what the fuck's going on here?" <laughs> just me getting obliterated at Valorant, yeah. dude. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so back to DHB. Um, I mentioned that it is, uh, you know, it's formed in the, the body, right? We have endogenous DHB. Um, it actually formed as part of the GABA shunt pathway within the brain with approximately 1% to 2% of the pathways flux resulting in GHB production. Um, so endogenous GHB actually ranges in concentrations from uh, 2 to 5 micromolar in all brain regions, but significantly higher in uh, in uh, significantly higher concentrations are achieved uh, following the you know taking GHB. So yeah, you have GHB in you. It's very small. Two to five micromolar is incredibly small. Molar meaning like moles per liter. Anyway, um, the uh, <laughs> taking Dude, it. My fucking think- mental image of just like tiny little moles. <laughs> just, <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> uh, you would have loved to take in chemistry then. Why is there you more funny about, animals? You would have thought about moles a lot. Uh, aren't moles like huge fucking quantities of shit? Like, isn't isn't like a mole like very like very large? In like yeah, when it comes to like, like chemistry, oh, I should remember it. But yeah, it, no, I'm it's, thinking a big ass, it's, <laughs> like a, a building size mole, dude, with yeah. a scary little. It's hands. like that dude from The Incredibles, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, moles are huge. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, okay, so Raven mentioned earlier that. Uh, GHB is actually used to treat narcolepsy. Um, and I found that the therapeutic use of GHB in reducing the symptoms of narcolepsy is due to the GHB-mediated stimulation of the slow wave, uh, you know, deep sleep with no effect on REM sleep. Interesting. Um, so, it, and that's why I think that it's, you know, kind of different than alcohol in the sense of, like, less of a hangover because you actually do get good sleep still you're not getting you get REM, sleep. but yeah you get deep like quality sleep uh-huh. so um i think that's part of why it's good for narcolepsy is that those people don't get quality sleep at all um, they just sleep more yeah mm, interesting. Um, 
So yeah, I mean that's probably why it's like I know it sounded kind of it sounded like an oxymoron or whatever, like weird that you would use it for something like that. But I think it's probably because they don't actually get good sleep at all. I wonder if it, it it's because it um takes away your midday drowsiness, so that way you're more tired to then sleep better. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. I Let's always confuse go. narcolepsy with the... I always think it's uh, people who are addicted to stealing. I don't know why. Oh, that's klepto. Kleptomania. Uh, yeah. yeah, but narcolepsy just seems more like... It's it would... kind of funny because it makes you think of like narcotics or like narcos. Yeah. yeah. I, so like criminals. Like <laughs> yeah. Someone's addicted, addicted to, being to a selling criminal. drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a narcoleptic. <laughs> I'm addicted to selling cocaine. I'm addicted <laughs> to selling fentanyl, dude. Hell yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's my favorite. Shouts Watching out. people overdose and die. We got them, boys. Um, so you JK. guys mentioned you guys Just mentioned kidding. earlier that uh, GHB. There's two <laughs> pro drugs, the GBL and the one four butane dial. Yeah, right. Um, they are both. They'll, they're both pro drugs, so they rapidly form. You know, GHB after uh, metabolism after you consume them. Um, however, interestingly, G or GBL can be converted to GHB with a strong base prior to ingestion. So that's how people are, uh, you know, uh, making it in their homes and stuff like that, making GHB. But So they just put it up against their speaker and they just play some uh, <laughs> loud-ass music. <laughs> uh, you, you, you said strong a strong bass. bass. I was thinking of like a, like a jazz master, like a Fender jazz they master. Just plays excision, they play excision in front of their GBL <laughs> and it turns into GHB. <laughs> <laughs> some strong bass. Dude, nah, fuck, fuck it's probably excision, they, dude. It's, it's more if you... JBL speakers came from. <laughs> so the GBL it's JBL they're like <laughs> GBL we just need to get strong bass <laughs> converted dude that's fucking funny yeah dude I, I was gonna say if you're thinking of strong bass dude not excision dude more resting potential dude there you go shout out <laughs> negative shout out no, I'm just kidding <laughs> talk about a creep talk uh, about who talk about someone who sucks dude Mike oh, continue <laughs> I'm just kidding, <laughs> just kidding dude. <laughs> Sorry, that was so rude. Um, but so then, okay, so what's weird about GBL is that it'll, uh, it, the name of it is gamma butyrolactone. So there's these enzymes, your blood lactinases, that'll convert the GBL into GHB. But with 1,4-butanediol or, or BDO, uh, it's converted to 4-hydroxybutyraldehyde wow. via what? Just your ability to say that fucking word. <laughs> Holy shit, that's a long word. I have to read shit like that daily. God that damn, word. dude. That's impressive. Damn, um, dude. That's like seven different words put into one. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, but you that's see the most the like same? country shit I've ever heard. Dude. Like, Whoa, dude. That's word. such a big word, dude. That's like that's like if you took like three words or four words and you put those like all into one word, dude. That's like Okay, you're like such a big at, word. You're dude. looking at this word. Tell me you don't see se- at least seven different words within that word. I see one giant word, dude. It's one hydro is one two, word. Oxy no. is another one. No. It's hydroxy. Raven. You, you you whip your dick out and she's like, dude, oh my god, that's such a big. That's like four dicks put together into like one dick, dude. That's such a big dick, dude. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> fucking just never mind. <laughs> oh my god, I feel so bad for the people that actually like this science part, and they just want to like. Sorry, guys. Okay, continue being smart. Trying Micah. to compliment you on your ability <laughs> to read. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> uh, uh, but we're, we're gonna bring one up that we've talked about uh, before. 
So the enzyme that breaks down alcohol also breaks down um, this B, uh, BDO. So it's that alcohol dehydrogenase. So you could think that uh, females, born females, <laughs> versus men, born men, uh, they are going to process the BDO a bit different than GHB or GBL due mm. to it's a different enzyme that is converting it to GHB. And that enzyme being alcohol de- dehydrogenase, women have left less of females have, you know, they just are always going to have less. Um, so they process it. Or so maybe- they will, they will feel stronger effects. Yeah. From the BDO. Than GHB. Than GHB. Gotcha. Uh, likely. Likely. That's my thought. Okay. I see. But anyway. Um, anyway, yeah. So then it's, it's converted to GHB, blah, blah, blah. Pretty cool that there's two drugs out there that, you know, they just convert rapidly into it. They're not like... And that are not used in a pharmacological way at all. No. That's the yeah. interesting thing. Yeah. That is very interesting. And, um, and yeah, and like I said, BDO is, is, you know, it's not illegal. It's illegal to sell as a medication. It's just not scheduled, though, as a drug. It's mostly only used in children's toys, yeah. Yeah, Bindi's nut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> So, I mentioned this. <laughs> oh, man. I, I like your laugh. It'd, be, it'd, be, it'd actually be really cool to find some bindies from like back in the That's day. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Be a toy dude. collector and yeah. fucking find some. Yeah. How much That's, do you think those go for nowadays? I, I, dude, there, I mean, I'll there has to be a way to find these at like mm-hmm. some re- weird antique stores. Oh, dude, I bet you that store uh, down in Kenton area that's like a game True. store, old school game store. No, not even that one. There's an antique store that has a bunch of old toys. I want to look we should there. check them out. Damn, um, you can get fucking Toy Story Bindies 750 pieces for $14.35. Okay, but they, well, it's because after th- 2007, they, they still continued uh, to make them. They just recalled uh, all the old. Damn it. Yeah. So I have to type in pre-2007. Pre-2007, yeah. Pre-ban. <laughs> Pre-ban. Um, Pre-ban Bindies toys. That's annoying. I want I want some Bindies, dude. With some BDO. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to keep looking this up. Continue, though. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, I mentioned it that GHB uh, interacts with dopamine, right? Um, and the actions of GHB on dopamine are mediated predominantly via the low affinity binding of GHB to those GABA B receptors that I mentioned earlier in the mesocorticolimbic dopamine system, which is that reward pathway that I keep talking about when talking about addiction. Um, and the addictive properties of GHB may represent the result of differential actions of GHB on dopamine and GABA-B neurons, which is interesting. So um, regular GHB use may result in dependence in weeks. It's very quick. Um, and GHB withdrawal is known to cause autonomic dysfunction with severe central nervous system effects. Um, an abrupt withdrawal can produce a range of neurological symptoms, including tremor, anxiety attacks, confusion, seizures, and memory loss. And uh, the withdrawal syndrome of GHB, GBL, or BDO closely resembles that of other sedative hypnotic agents. That's Um, really interesting because we obviously don't hear about that much or at all in the United States because who the hell do you know that is taking GHB? Right. Um, So, you know, I've never heard anyone be like, oh, I'm, you know, I have a GHB addiction or dependency, but I'm sure that's a lot more common over in Europe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yep. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. I did not realize that the uh, 
the withdrawal symptoms and effects could be that bad. Yeah. So the one thing I was going to mention is anything that interacts with GABA right. this way, like not anything, but a lot of things that activate GABA to a certain extent, they will cause these effects because the GABA being such a widespread neurotransmitter um, that's job is to reduce, you know, firing of neurons. It literally is calming the nervous system down when it's activated. So drugs that activated it consistently, it's thought, it, it almost makes common sense to think that the body would go into a form of like agitation or freak out. The neurons literally start to fire uncontrollably because they're so used to being dampened. Yeah. So when that thing gets taken from them, they're like, what the fuck? And that's exactly what happens with the benzo seizures is that seizures is just uncontrolled electrical activity due to being dampened for so long and you take that away instantly and boom you have a seizure so do you think like serious question if you drank sleepy time tea enough every single day there is a possibility you could have withdrawal symptoms yeah it has that passion for yeah i think that you would likely experience more anxiety and less chance of going to sleep as easy as you were obviously not nearly as gnarly as something else that gets you like actually high and like just uh super activating these receptors but (coughs) sleepy time tea the passion flower in there does have an effect on gaba it does yeah Yeah. gaba are actually passion flower extracts were shown to be as effective as a benzodiazepine in treating um anxiety in a study i would say the sleepy time teas that i drink the organic ones that have a good amount of passion flower in there they are they chill you the fuck out oh yeah well i've had passion flower extract as a tincture Ooh. I love it. I'll take like a few like drop, you know, drops or whatever with sleepy time tea just to add like extra oh, passion power. Yeah, well, and it's great. It literally does. It is like having a glass of wine, like that kind of nice. common. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. I, I need to. I think a valerian root as well interacts with your GABA. I need to do more research on that. Um, and in the future, we're gonna do an episode <laughs> completely on um herbs and tonics and stuff like that. Um. Cilantro. Yeah, cilantro's. Cilantro <laughs> gets you fucked up. <laughs> no, I've been drinking this basil tea that is like non... Is holy basil? I don't know. Is it kind of sweet? I think so, yeah. Wait, is that like a basil diazepine? Yeah. So, no, <laughs> but it's a, it's a non-caffeinated but energizing tea. It's wild. Hell yeah, dude. That sounds yeah. fucking pretty dope. That ashwagandha tea I have is holy basil ashwagandha. Oh, okay. It's called like Tulsi. Yeah, th- I think this is the same stuff. Probably. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah it is Tulsi. Um, yeah, so, holy basil is actually really good. It's like a sweet basil if anyone hasn't grown it or tried it. It's very good. Yeah, yeah and I, it energizes I, I, you with no caffeine. Hell yeah. Holy basil is fire, dude. Um, one thing I'll basil. mention then, so for harm reduction stuff, the you know we've said it before, but mixing drugs that are GABA agonists um, is going to... Uh, Potent, the, the, the drugs will potentiate each other's effects and particularly those toxicological effects. So the, you know, danger of having alcohol and GHB is very severe. And same goes with benzodiazepines and GHB. Same goes with even opiates. Now, I know that they're not affecting GABA the same like way or whatever. However, but respiratory def- exactly, depression. Yeah, and stuff, they yeah. affect the central nervous system in a scary way at a high dose. And that's, yeah, the stopping of <clears> breathing. So... Uh, GHB will also slow your breathing. So, you know, if you are doing opiates, even as a medication, your doctor's prescribing them to you, you should still refrain from taking GHB at, at a party or whatever. Like, 
you should honestly only ever just do GHB, in my opinion. I feel that way about a lot of drugs. I know that we say that some drugs, there's combos that are really good. But when it comes to, if you're going to combine drugs and one of them is a fatal one, like maybe you should just think a little bit better about it or be really, really careful and let everyone else around you know what you've been on uh, so that there's, you know, not a chance of you getting Narcan if you didn't need to be or whatever. Yeah, and like I talked about in the beginning is GHB is one of those drugs where it's not only insanely hard to dose because it's a liquid and because it's uh, used in such a small amount, but also due to the dilution can be different depending on which batch. So it's really sketchy. And you should already be insanely careful with it if you're going to do it in general. And so mixing it with anything else that could uh, make you not realize the effects of it as much um, are just going to make it even harder to dose and potentially fatal. So Yeah, and so if you're going to... A lot of people might give you a dose at a rave or something and want to give it it to you in in a cap. And you could trust them, sure, for that. But I I would say if you're going to do it, you should always try to have... uh, a, a, a milliliter syringe on you that will pull it, you know, out, and you can actually see yeah. exactly how much you're doing. Even if, like, you know, people say, will try to do a cap or something. Exactly. Well, yeah. That's like that is like the most common thing is to just dose a cap. But yeah. then, as we've heard from other people talk about <clears> it, <throat> there's different concentrations sometimes, and the fact that BDO being, you know, someone might call BDO GHB. Yeah. But now we talked about that thing with the female versus male. If a female just thinks that she's done GHB a lot, but she's never had BDO, and she's given BDO thinking it's GHB, and she goes to take a GHB dose. And it's a Gatorade bottle instead of a water bottle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just something that I think if you're going to do, you should probably be a bit more prepared to do than your average, like, oh, you know. Taking a bump off someone's keys at a a rave or something. It's like, okay— Say this was ketamine or cocaine. It's like, okay, you're still going to be fine either way. It's just a bump. This is something that a little bit of difference can mean a whole lot more uh, for your health than than a different chemical. Yeah, Yeah, and really time it out. I think the idea is that you don't ever, ever take a redose within two hours. Yeah. Wait two hours minimum. Set an alarm. Yeah, exactly. And I know Ryan joked about it earlier, but don't boof it. Yeah, don't do <laughs> that. Absolutely don't boof it. Yeah. 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 Um, don't and, listen to me. Uh, and don't try to make it. Also, like, please, if if you just think that you can get GBL and use a strong base to make it, please don't try to do that because this is, there's chemistry involved in all of this. And I know a lot of people think that, oh, they can just look up a recipe on the internet. But uh, explosions can happen. Things can happen, you know, and it's not worth your safety just so that you can get high. And That's why I fucking thought that Vice article was fucked up because <laughs> of the they literally put the link to buy it and we're like, yeah, just look it up on YouTube of how to like fucking turn it into GHB. And I was like, yeah, I don't, fuck? I don't think that's that's not good, and that's yeah, also that's incredibly not. illegal too. So yeah. I don't suggest anyone ever doing that. And yeah. you know, this with anything, I'm sure fentanyl could be found anywhere, and we've talked about how it's potentially dangerous on a microgram level. Um, say. For some god-awful fucking reason, the same people who are making your GHB out of GBL or wherever the fuck you're sourcing it also sold fentanyl and accidentally a little bit got in there. Wouldn't hurt to just throw a fentanyl strip in there. Because yeah. yep. so, at Absolutely that point, not. it's already diluted for you. Just exactly. Throw a strip in there. Exactly. So. Yeah. No, yeah. You should be testing all your drugs no matter what. As silly Dude, as it sounds. Because yeah. it does sound silly, but who knows? It's bound to happen. Yes. Dude, I, yeah. 
I got on. Uh, I got on one of my friends literally yesterday because I was talking to him, and they were like, "Oh yeah, I did like coke a couple weekends ago or whatever." And I was like, "Do you test it?" And they're like, "No." And I was like, "Oh my god!" Especially like, in L.A., dude. Dude, it's I, like, yeah. And she's like, "I haven't. I haven't done coke for a while." And I was just like, "I've dude, stopped." Fucking, okay, so my thing is, like, I've stopped just, like getting like kind of like, "Oh come on, why haven't you done it with people?" Because a lot of the times it's that people don't know how, and when right. they when they get it, they don't have. The like their dealer doesn't even tell them how. Yeah, to their do it. dealer doesn't even. Know. The dealer doesn't even know. Well, or, or and their excuse, their tricks. excuse was like fucking. Oh, uh, I get it. The, you get it from the same person all the time, and it's always good. And I was like, that yeah, yeah, doesn't no make a difference. I was like, no. that's fucking. It could. They could have gotten it from a different person or whatever. And yeah. uh, you know, I was just like, fucking, just be good about it. Like, be smart, whatever. You know, like fucking, don't don't just be taking drugs from random people or like, even your friends and being like. Oh, like, it's good. Like, whatever. I got it from the same person. It's like, just test it every time. I think the best thing that people should have if they don't have fentanyl strips and they don't want to take the time to test it is Narcan. Because yeah. at the end of the yeah. day, it is not, like, yes, cocaine is getting cut with fentanyl, but it's actually not that common. It's much more common in the opiate community. And so... And like if, we talked about in those episodes is that it's not necessarily always that it's being cut. It's yeah. that it is being cut into opiates very, very regularly and yep. that there can be cross-contamination yep. likely. Um, and so that's the fear. It's not the fear yep. that it's being cut into cocaine. It's the cross-contamination aspect. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. most cocaine dealers are not trying to kill their people. They make right. so much money off those people that, that yeah. Anyway, um, Again, yeah, using the fentanyl strips. But also nowadays, I think that anyone, if you're going to take drugs, you should just carry Narcan on you no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are going to be uh, trying to put out some resources and sh- trying to help uh, anyone who has been listening to the podcast find resources in your area to get free Narcan or even just, just pay for it if you need to, but also for fentanyl strips and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, because, of course, this is something that has come up a lot where we do, we know people, we have friends who do drugs and they are not taking it as serious as they should. And I, I think most people aren't. I, I still haven't met anyone who actually has dissolved their cocaine in water, tested it for fentanyl, uh, dried that water out, and then done their cocaine. I have I, not met anyone. I've done. never met anyone who's done that. But in Portland, I do know people who regularly use cocaine, and a lot of it, uh, they always have Narcan on them. Yeah, so absolutely. Yeah. It's, it, it's at least do that. Do that at the very least. But with that being said, yes, be safe. No matter what you do, but as Micah said, we are going to be soon g- gathering some info to, you know, help people out with the finding Narcan maybe in your area, finding some resources and posting them. Uh, but another thing we are going to do is we are going to be hosting pop-ups here soon in the Portland area and maybe even down in Eugene if we find anywhere. Um but yeah, so look forward to that if you're in the Portland area and come see us and we will be handing out narcan and fentanyl strips uh we just have to source them first and we will have uh merch and you'll be able to meet us and there will be a cardboard cutout of ryan because he will not be able to be there (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna set up a soundboard hey dude i'm gonna fucking show up dude and i'm gonna beat your fucking ass now dude (laughs) well i'm gonna cut out that part where you just said i'm gonna beat your fucking ass and that's going on the soundboard and people are gonna walk up and they're gonna say that and then your cardboard cutout's gonna get the shit beat out you don't test your drugs (laughs) yeah You fucking hate it's like It's like Uncle Sam cut out, but it's just Ryan with his finger, like, test your drugs. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, and other than that, 
Uh, I thank everyone who's subscribing to the Patreon. It means a lot to us. And we see you. And we've been talking to some of you. And it's really freaking awesome. And thanks for the support. I appreciate it. And I appreciate all of you telling your friends about the show. It is hugely impactful for us. And we can't say how much we appreciate it. Um, that's the biggest thing you could do for us is tell your friends to tell other people, spread awareness about the show, spread awareness about drugs and drug safety, because that's what we're doing at the end of the day. So why would you not want people to be safe about their, their drug use? Yeah. Yep. Don't be dumb. Think twice. Fucking think things through. Think about your life. You have a, your whole life ahead of you. It takes not that long to test your drugs and that could save your life. So. And if you're someone who is mad about the two-day delay, uh, follow us on Instagram. You won't miss uh, any notifications or updates about the show. Follow yep. us at uh, Drinking Out of Cups underscore podcast on Instagram, and you would have known that this episode was going to come out on Wednesday. Also, shouts out. I'm releasing a song next week. Woo-hoo. Both of these boys helped me with it. so uh, It's a really good one. Yeah, check, check it, it out. out. Resting Potential Bite. Buddies. Yeah, it's a fucking banger, dude. I listened to it in the car almost all. Every day. I was going to say, you've listened to that song probably like a hundred times. Oh, uh, easily a hundred times, dude. No, I, I listen to it a lot just to try to like, because sometimes when, like you wake up and you're like, you know, your ears are different or whatever than they were, depending on like what you were exposed to that day and stuff. Uh, so like I try to listen to it in the morning with like fresh ears and be like, oh, fuck, like, I need to like fucking change this one thing that I fucked up, dude. Oh, yeah, and no, I appreciate you. Yeah, no. for... Yeah, definitely check out that song. And uh, I have got back on YouTube. And if you want to check me out on YouTube, I'm going to be uh, streaming over there. I got my stream set up um, and I started posting videos again. I'm going to do some uh, urban exploration and aquatic exploration around Portland and some other really cool stuff coming up. Uh, But that is Corvus Malori. That is C-O-R-V-U-S-M-E-L-L-O-R-I on YouTube. So check it out. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's good <laughs> stuff. Dude, he, he puts out some fire videos, dude. And honestly, you're a stream god, dude. You're fucking killing it at the video games. I feel like every time we play video games, I just get so frustrated because I'm like, God, he's so fucking good, dude. Well, check this out. I found one of the most rare Pokemon games for GameCube at a garage sale the other day for $2. So it's pretty fucking, pretty hyped on that. I'm going to start streaming. I set it up for streaming and I <laughs> plan on starting tonight. So uh, if you're listening to this, build a time machine, go back in time and watch my stream tonight. yeah true yeah i'm pretty stoked because it's a it's like a 160 dollar game on ebay or something so yeah don't go if you get it if you find a time machine don't go back in time and stop fucking bad people from doing things just go back and watch the stream and uh you'll save the world that way dude you won't regret it so i'm saving the world one laugh at a time guys Oh, fuck. I gotta go. <laughs> oh, one right. thing I was going to mention earlier is the the cool thing about GHB is uh, that you can put it in vials and you can just to like sneak it into clubs and or sneak it into places to be to do a GHB. It's almost probably almost easier because you could fucking, especially if you have a dick, because you could just tape the vial to your cock. Or if you have foreskin, you could just hide it under your foreskin. Good point. <laughs> yeah. Not only did my parents rob me of my foreskin, they robbed me of the ability to sneak GHB into places. And for that, Dude, fuck mother man. and father, I am upset at you. It's actually okay. So you said I that. I divorce now. you. I divorce you. I divorce you. I have to say it now too. Then that's the crazy part about G or about BDO is that it actually you have to store it in a specific plastic. It will dissolve most plastics. It's like a certain uh, numbered plastic. 
Interesting. Number 69. It's just gross to think that it dissolves <laughs> plastics. You yeah, put, and then you, you ingest it. it. Yeah. yeah, it probably ain't good. All right. Well, with that in mind, later. Bye.